myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back. Happy Wednesday, December the 21st. True Withers Show with True Withers. I'm your host, True Withers. Thank everybody for joining us. Thank everybody for giving us a thumbs up on the YouTube as you walk in the door. We appreciate that. Uh, subscribing so you can join us in chat. Five-star review. Wherever you're listening to us, please and thank you. The boys are in the house. Scoob's here. How we feeling, Scoob? Feeling good. Feeling good. Uh, tried, tried to get the doctor on the line to see uh, what went wrong in that medical. Try to find out. Uh, try to find out why Carlos is across the country today. Uh, we're working on it. We're working on it. For now. For now. Uh, <laughs> the McMahon's in the house. How you feeling, McMahon? Correct as ever. You can tell how concussions really can beat you down. I I was so confused. The Giants pretended to sign someone. That was all clearly a haze. I, I apologize. The rest of the country apparently felt the effects of my concussion because he was never signing with the Giants. As I've told people all along, the Giants don't sign people. That's not what they do. They oh, so Mitch, Mitch Hanniger, no, I was say, Mitch Hanniger like is it. nothing to you. He's nothing. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Okay. <laughs> um, for posterity. Um, I said, oh, boy. I said, Mick ate the crow, but now how did does he have to undigest the crow? Uh, Got to cough it back up. Yeah, cough back up the crow. So what... Why was this physical so late? I think you, I think you nailed it. What? <laughs> yeah. This was my question. Uh, why was this physical so late? Yeah, I thought, I thought you would do the physical before you announced the signing. Before I'm deciding the next 13, over the next 13 years, I'm going to give a guy $350 million. I think at some point I would have the physical figured out. Um, it just came out, too, like... Uh, yeah, Susan Slusser, Slussler, I, I don't know, I don't know if Diet Steaks got her name right or, or if he did, and I just don't know how to pronounce it, said the physical showed, it's like a childhood injury, like nothing oh, that's, yeah. nothing that's come up anytime since, like very, very unserious injury, um, like he like, yeah, like not a real injury at all, so this was just, pure coward like the giants got cold feet they looked for a way out and they tried to renegotiate like ah oh, man what a what about this cramp he got one night in the second grade and boris was like you guys can go fuck yourselves i know someone who will gladly give him most of this deal um and, and steve cohen well i mean he was in hawaii uh from what i've read so it was like 8 p.m for him not very late at all for him to hammer out these details I was like, yeah, why was this the news dump? Uh, this was the Heyman bomb at, at one in the morning or something. Uh, yeah, okay, so when did, I guess, when would that come about? Was this a physical, like a thing that they sat on for two weeks while they hemmed and hauled and decided? Was or say, when was this decided? It's, it's only been eight days. It feels like it's been a lot longer since, like, yeah. he, since he agreed. Uh, um, but I, I want to know, like, I guess until that dotted line is signed, 
people are still free agents. Like the Giants didn't have to like renounce anything. Boris, like the Giants wanted to renegotiate. And it's like, no, the reason you paid 350 is because I threatened you with Steve Cohen. So now I'm just gonna go to Steve Cohen. I know he doesn't right. give a fuck. It wasn't an about... empty threat. Right. No, yeah. it's never is to Steve Cohen. <laughs> So he was like, yeah, no, this, the third grade stub toe, Steve Cohen doesn't care about <laughs> like the Giants do. So they found out Correa uh, had his tonsils taken out and he had to eat a lot of ice cream when he was eight. Um, you can't, you can't commit to that. It's bad no. business. This um, is pathetic. I like, it has not been a good off season for the Red Sox. It hasn't been this embarrassing. Like if this had happened to the Red Sox, I don't. Not yet. I don't know what I would have yeah. done. And uh, listen, we don't even get close to 12 years or 350 million, so I don't have to worry about this. So per source, Carlos Correa's health insurance wouldn't cover his physical with the Giants. Giants asked him to pay out of pocket, and instead he decided to sign up with the Mets when Steve Cohen offered to cover his Giants and Mets physicals. This can't be. This can't be. So. I, I, don't I, I don't. I don't know if this is real or not. I think it might it's, be uh, the copay. Um, <laughs> this might be someone um this is for sure fake i'm fine yeah. with as long as we announce we're eating the trash i think we can eat the trash yeah, yeah um, i don't think this is a real guy okay well then yeah, okay the person me... who dm'd me this you are permanently on never click a link from ever again <laughs> i was gonna say i was just gonna ask how did this come up this was the private eye uh I just this got the, the, I, the sleuthing someone just dm'd it to me so i i i opened it yeah, Marcus, <laughs> I have him muted because he he does such a good job presenting it as real news. Okay, well, then I'm uh, blocking that account. And also, <laughs> actually, you know what's happened? Uh, Opa, bad news for you, Opa. You're blocked for sending that to me. Uh, Gotta have consequences, man. That's the consequence for that. That's the consequence for that. That's not on me, actually, MG, because I'm doing a live show right now. I can't vet the links. You guys Why want can't you scoop? Uh, you guys, <laughs> you guys want your stuff to be on the show. You guys are always sending me stuff like, "Hey, put this on the show." If you're gonna send me fake stuff, it's not on me. It's on you. I'm live. Okay. I'm live. Get their asses, Robman has it perfectly. He's the Mets beat writer for the Federalist. I would know I pay five thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars a month to get <laughs> videos in the print edition. Uh. I still get the daily paper. That's just me. I just, it's only eight grand a month. Like, what? Uh, yeah, now let's he's out of there. Ruling with an iron fist. You, you, we have to. You see what happens when we don't? Do you see what happens when we don't? So. Uh, I, I've built up trust. I trust you guys. I trust you guys that when you send stuff to me and say, put this on the show, that it's real. It's not fake. It's not going to make me look stupid. And here we are, you know? The trust yeah, is ruined. Bad. We're literally mid-talking about it, and someone's like, hey, here's the thing you're talking about to add to the conversation. Like, Scoob doesn't have time to be like, let me cross-check this with seven other accounts to make sure this is correct. That's the issue. That's the issue we mm. come into. I haven't said he never lied to you. Uh, Oprah never will again, I'm afraid. <laughs> so, um, so Steve Cohen... Spending the money, huh? Ruining the game where there's... <laughs> People really don't like this. Uh... They're, calling, they're calling for a hard salary cap. Ah. Is that going to do anything? No. Make the sport worse? Yeah, I was going to say, what, 
a hard salary cap for for what exactly? For what exactly? Because the teams that are that want to spend will spend up until that, and the teams that don't want to spend will spend the minimum allowed. So what what are we accomplishing there? And wage suppression. That's it. It's just wage. <laughs> like I, I'm sure I'm missing something, but somebody in chat, somebody not Oprah. Uh, let me know what, like, what what am I missing here? I, it's and, it's literal yeah. it's literal cowardice. It's it's siding with the billionaires over the millionaires. It, and this, I mean, it's a never ending cycle. I have one tweet. I think Scoop the train is here. never late too. It was like the NBA, the NHL, the NFL all have caps. And like every year we go into like, man, the Saints are $500 million over the cap. How are they going to wriggle their way like, out of this one? It's a soft one? cap. Yeah. <laughs> and then they do. The NBA, you can go over the cap to sign your own guys or acquire guys. If you could, like, there's plenty of ways to fudge numbers in all the sports, but all salary caps are at the end of the day, a wage suppression to protect billionaires. For, like if, if none of these sports had salary caps, they would be the same. That's it. There would be no yeah. difference. It's the yeah. same thing with college and the NIL. The good teams are still the good teams. There wasn't a surprise Western Kentucky that has like a billionaire booster who made them the new Alabama. That's not what happened. It's the same. Not yet. Not <laughs> yet. Um, says, who's this from? Can I read this? NFL is the best product in America and it has a salary cap. NHL and NBA have caps. No reason baseball can't instead of letting one team spend $500 million. So again, is this on the, the one team doing that or the 29 or 31 what other teams that are not? Everybody's not profiting like the Mets. Of course not. But they're all profiting hand over fist. So I, I, I'm fine with the Mets spending money, man. And I think I it's, a good th- being, it's a good thing. I saw people being like, oh, I'm rooting against them because it'd be very funny to see a team with a high payroll lose. And no, it would not. I'm rooting for the Mets, unless the Red Sox figure out a way to figure it out, which I well, do not say, see that It sucks that they're in the Braves division, but on the whole, I'm rooting for... They're trying. Right. So if, if they win, it's going to force other teams to do this. Like, that's good at the end of the day. Good for the sport. Moneyball, the by the way, it, Owen... Oh, and 25. Uh, yes, the Red Sox started spending. They had to match them. That was the whole thing. The, Red, the Yankees were the evil empire. The Red Sox were the poor $20 million less team. <laughs> it was like, I don't know. We have to actually spend to compete with them. I think it legit, like, it's not going to make, like, 28 teams aren't going to look out. But it's, you just got to shame, like, the rival billionaire. Like, if, if, the, if the Yankees can shame... Cohen into spending. They'll shame Philly into spending. The Braves have to keep up. Or on the flip side, if the Yankees spend, then the Red Sox have to spend. Then I was going to say Baltimore. We'll see what they do. But somebody, <laughs> what, anything. They're the fucking East Coast Giants. They threatened they were going to get Correa <laughs> and Rodon and all these people too. At least the Giants made offers. I don't know if that makes it better or worse. Uh, yeah, that's true. Making an say, offer to take it back. That's that's very I, 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 I think that was tough. As that was the tough. Orioles was like, yeah, now we're gonna sign him, we're gonna sign him. We just playing big dog. You got it. You got it. Giants <laughs> are like, no, 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 I'll buy the ball. I'll buy no, no give send me the bill right now. Twenty eight hundred thousand dollars. Oh my lord. 
what hold on. Was one was any one of these orders wrong? Can we get off on a technicality? Mm. Um <laughs> and so I uh, good. Like I Yeah, spending money is good. And I know people I know we normally hate the billionaires, but if you're gonna do this, if you're gonna do the billionaire thing in the sport you signed on to do the billionaire thing, I'm fine with it. And it's against other billionaires, so it's like, I'm still That's... hating billionaires here. Like, I just happen to like the one giving away his money to other people more than the other ones. Keeping it, keeping it above their, tucking it in all their, their corners yeah. and crevices of their home. It's get, disgusting. Are you competing or are you profiting? Because again, every single... No, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> Even though every single team in the Major League Baseball is, is valued at a billion dollars. Or was, and I can't imagine it went down. So they're all at least like the pirates, the all a billion dollar organization. And that's what I keep in mind when I hear that, like the White Sox biggest deal they handed out was uh, Benjamin and Nintendi five for 75. That's the biggest deal y'all handed out, man. Disgusting. OK, it, this is the sport the owner cares about. <laughs> this is the one Reinsdorf cares. Like, right. So he's not even trying there. And I'm supposed to root against Cohen when he's like. Yeah, no, I want a half a billion dollar shortstop in third base. That's it. I'm fine with it. <laughs> so my sick. Sh- my short third a- will cost more than you've ever paid in a season for payroll. <laughs> He's like, I got that Keep cash, up. too. Like, I, <laughs> I handed it to him. <laughs> Mr. Cohen, would you like to put it in escrow? He's like, yeah, I mean, I've got it here. Um, <laughs> like, I, <laughs> thumbing through uh, my pocket Yeah. <laughs> $332 million. Uh, yeah, Leon, get the cases. This is updated CBT payrolls and estimated tax bills. Number one, the New York Mets, $502 million. Number two, New York Yankees, 310. So a little distance in between there. San Diego's third, 251. Philly, 245. Toronto, 228. Atlanta 225 goes down to number 15, San Francisco. Wow. Um, they're smack dab in the middle. One, so it's one, it's like you can't say we don't spend money. Um, can we see the second half of that? Because I would love to see how low this goes. I feel like if you're at 15, you're spending just enough money where you're like, it's not worth it. You know, you should just be well, not doing it then. I th- if you're I there, th- you should you should bottom out a hundred million at that point because mm-hmm. you're not really trying. Yep. I would say it's that, or in a rare case, you're like, "Hey, we can spend some because we nailed some prospects that are cheap right. this year, mm-hmm. so we're spending. So we're not, but we're not spending on everything. But I feel like that's not the case. And then we look at the second half, like St. Louis, one seventy eight, right on the other side, but they're generally competitive. So it's like I spend more. They compete. Nobody cares if you compete. Correct. Seattle in line to compete. Detroit rebuilding, I believe. Um, well, that was that was Detroit's whole thing last offseason. They're like, we're going to spend, spend, spend. And then they got Eduardo Rodriguez and Javi Baez. And they're I, like, we're never spending again. Right. We're never doing this again. You took your wife out for one great dinner and the food was terrible. <laughs> we'll, we'll never eat again. Like, not only are we not going to that restaurant again, we'll never eat again. You remember that? Honey, do you remember the last time we ate food? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it goes down to Oakland, 30th, $70 million is your payroll. Pittsburgh, 77, Baltimore, 85, Cincinnati, 86. 
And again, like if you're down here, like if you rightfully decided to blow it up, like, hey, we're not spending money. We are investing in scouting. We're going to suck a few years. Basically what the Astros did, what, six, seven years ago? Decade ago, yeah. Yeah. Let's suck for four straight years and run the next decade and sprinkle in some cheating. Uh, <laughs> but it's like, uh, how are teams supposed to, they're not even playing the same sport. Agree. Tell Oakland and Pittsburgh to spend some fucking money. Yeah, there should be a salary floor, at least, I think. I think it is, right? Is it? I don't think there is. No, I think there isn't. It, they I did a... it for the COVID year, I think. They were like, listen, uh... you can't just like cut the bottom out of the ship this one year. You got to pretend. Like, we need these TV dollars. You got to pretend. Uh, the uh... only reason I say is because I, I feel like, why is this number not lower than se- If it could be lower than 70, it would be. That's the only reason why I wondered if there was a floor. Like, if Oakland oh, could get sure. away with that at 35, it would be 35. A couple years league. ago, a couple of years ago, there were some of these teams that were in like the 30s and 40s. It was pretty disgusting. Um, Baltimore is the only team in this bottom five that I can be like, I see their plan. The rest of these teams, right. especially Prospects, Oakland, Yankee, I do right. not see their plan. <laughs> Cincinnati, the owner came out early and was like, yeah, we suck, but what are y'all going to do about it? We're not going <laughs> to spend money. What are you going to do about it? They won more after that. Miami does like I guess Washington as well. They just traded Soto, so if they still like Strasburg, I'm sure some other salaries. If they're like, okay, we're in that process, we'll spend when it's when slash if it's time. Probably not, but we can we can sell that because we want a ring. But everybody else, man, now you're not playing the same sport. Spending 85 when you can spend 500. I keep hearing people point out the competitive balance tax as if. That's like some hard rule that like God himself laid upon the MLB or that the players, the other owners voted for it so they don't have to pay more. And they're like, all right, Right. if you do want to be the guy, the asshole who goes over this, we're going to tax you. And Steve Cohen said, I don't give a fuck about the tax, dude. I'm I'm much wealthier than you A single fuck. Yeah, I don't care at all. Reinsdorf specifically was like begging other owners please don't let steve go and buy the mets this will be terrible for us all like absolute pussy shit just a coward like true because he knew what was gonna happen like legit that's how you know it's a dirty game if they'll collude with billionaires against other billionaires can you imagine what they'll do to a fucking player man to the left fielder that's trying to get paid so hmm I mean, we were about to buy the Mets. We had that zero-hour deal going, and then they stepped in, got in front of us. So we, I feel like we get the A's like today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, they'll sell the A's for like a twelve-pack of Pepsi. Like you just have to offer it at the right time of day. Pepsi points, yeah. You got to <laughs> uh, Harrier Jet no. or the Oakland A's. <laughs> um, I'm like, give me the Jet, man. I, I want something with some value. I'd have the A's humming. I was. I've been watching. Moneyball this last week is like my fall asleep. Oh movie. boy, yeah, yeah. A, I hate that fucking movie because they just <laughs> outright lie. They Talk outright about lie about the team. They're like, we signed Scott Hatterberg and it turned shit around. They had the Cy Young and MVP on the team. They mentioned neither of them. Neither of them. They pretend Chad Bradford uh turned around the bullpen. They had one of the best closers in baseball <laughs> at the same time. They're like, oh man, Billy, we lost Johnny. Johnny his name, Billy, his name is Scott Hattiebird. He's not Albert Pujols, but he's 50% of him, and he'll cost 5% of him. Um, 
and we can also not win the championship or anything with real substance with him. Uh, what do you say? No, no, no. It's been of Zeno Hudson Mulder, like one of the best three man <laughs> rotations in the history. They're 60 wins up. right there from three games. <laughs> yeah. No Eric Chavez, not mentioned fucking once. They show people walking into the stadium in his jersey. They don't mention it. Miguel Tejada on the saws, barely, barely referenced. Well, yeah. He was the MVP, wasn't he? Yes. Miggy, yeah. Um, <laughs> But no, it was it was Hatterberg, it was Justice. Um, <laughs> it was Giambi in that, or did they trade Giambi? Oh yeah, no, no, Jeremy Giambi, the brother. Jeremy, <laughs> R.I.P. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, no, once I did actually watch this movie, and then look, I was like, "This is the movie people love." But it made things make. I was like, "This is they love Daryl Morey for the same shit." Yes. Hey, yeah, everybody shoot threes. This is different. It's like, okay, I can always appreciate you trying something different, trying to compete, of course. But y'all holding this up like it ain't win nothing, Paul. They sure didn't. They won what is it, like twenty five in a row, something crazy, or twenty one in a row. They, they yeah, did that, set the that was the peak of the, the movie. Uh, they had the <laughs> crazy streak, and that did happen. But it's like the A's still, like, they have won World Series. Like, 89, I think, was the most recent. Yeah, it's a, it's a good watch. They could, cut the, they could cut the daughter out of the whole movie, make it hour 45, and it's a better movie. I don't, I don't give a shit Genie about Genie Plus her. and Winning Time, yes. Yeah, every, well, at least she smokes weed and stuff. Like, the, yeah. the little guitar girl. Oh, my parents got divorced. Wah. Like, we get it. Grow up. You're getting lying, man. You know what I mean? Um... <laughs> It's half the kids in this nation. You're not special. That's 52. Look, your daddy know the numbers, right? How many? That's 52%. Uh... Your mom's war was shit. She was replaceable. I'm below uh, replacement level dinner. I think um, Aaron Sorkin. you get a competitive team. Sorkin is kind of like the winning time guy, McKay, right? Like they're on that same echelon of everything they make is sort of the same. Yeah, they have a style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have a style. Um, so the song didn't exist when the movie was set. <laughs> uh, no, great movie. Great movie. Yeah, you know, I've, and... I've watched it a bunch, but it's it it all of that bothers me every time. I'm like, they're just ignoring it. They're ignoring it. So they're like, I, like they changed it since the last time. I'm like, they're still ignoring it. I can't believe they're still ignoring Mark Holder. What bothers me? And I, like I said, like they didn't win nothing. It's not even like World Series or you failed. But the point is like, okay, are you doing this stuff? Are you staying? Are you finding value on the margins so that when it's time, you can feel the competitive payroll? Or are you doing that to stay cheap and stay spending $70 million and bringing up the rear? And once I was like, I think this is the latter. It's like, that. that's not a cute story at all. Nothing cute about the, let's, let's find value so we can save uh, the billionaire money, save the owner's money. The stadium shit out in Oakland. That's the only realistic part of the movie is at the very beginning when Pitt, when Brad Pitt is just like, can you please give me money? And he's like, no. <laughs> That's the only realistic part of the movie. Based on a true story. Um... <laughs> Coley knows he's in a dream because he rolls over in bed and buries Zito's in the movie. <laughs> right, yeah, they... They talk about the the three aces and the MVP. This must what is the uh, deleted scenes. <laughs> I'm, so if they did, uh, if they did a Maury Ball about this, they told the story, but James Harden's just not in the movie. 
James Harden, Chris Paul, Russ, Dwight, Melt, like none of those guys. Like this is the Trevor Ariza and the Shane Battier. This is how those Shane <laughs> Battier-led <laughs> Rockets. Yeah, those it's, it's, it would literally be fighting the diamond in the rough and P.J. Tucker. Like that's what it would be. Like we, there's this undervalued, this defect is he's 6'5 and kind of fat. Like that's, that's he the played, whole thing. And he's old. He played overseas. And that alone got us within one win of the NBA final. That alone, that alone, finding PJ Tucker alone, a great, a great, a great find. But that not James Harden winning MVP and coming in second like four times. There's like scenes of people walking to the stadium with the beards on. You're like, wonder what that's going. What, what's that yeah, about? Well, huh? Peculiar. Yeah, the Kyle Lowry Rockets. <laughs> and it cuts to the end. The final sequence is uh, Jalen Green and Singoon. Just losing a game by 40 points. It's like, this was the vision. We won. Uh, or it falls into Philly. And I think that's maybe a worse ending. But we'll see. We'll see. He said, deserves uh, credit for getting Harden for cheap. I will give him that. Like, there were other teams in on that. He, he was the one that closed the deal. So we'll give him that. But <laughs> if in Mori Ball they just don't talk about that, then <laughs> it would be similar to the Money Ball. Yeah, I'll see how they could if they're trying to make a shot-for-shot basketball remake of Moneyball. Will that ever work football? Is there a... Who's the the footy ball? Um, We we signed only running back. We signed only 29-year-old running backs. It went 14-3. and The first team I thought of was... Wasn't there a Bears team that won, won something with Rex Grossman at quarterback? Won the NFC. Won the whole conference. Yeah, maybe that uh, team. Because, I mean, that sexy Rexy was not good at NFL football. Lovey Smith uh, Prime. I don't know what That's the right. NFL. We, we found a terrible quarterback. Let's hope he doesn't. <laughs> let's hope Kick he doesn't kill us. Yeah. <laughs> Kick returning the inefficiency. We found the fastest man alive uh, at a football factory, Billy. I'm try- yeah, I'm trying to think what the inefficiency equivalent is to football. I think it might have to be draft value, like Joe said, the Herschel Walker trade. Uh, I mean, that's draft trade, trade. like draft trade. Trey Lance trade, made. yeah, it's already there. They traded, they traded three firsts, got them back, but traded three seconds for a running back and a, oh. and a, an outside linebacker, and then a kick returner. So yeah, it is a kick returner, <laughs> David fucking Putney. That's the inefficiency. I'm gonna have a whole offense of just kick returners. Why don't they build the whole offense out of kick returners? Uh-huh. Oh. The, oh, the Wildcat offense. Uh, that Dolphins year, yeah. The Ronnie Brown years, the Kurt Warner story. But that was—I mean—that was like an individual level. You know what I mean, Rob? I'm like on the team level. Who's like the? Is there even? I'm sure there's one. Yeah, the 22. They just don't mention. It'd be like if they don't mention Von Miller. Um, or maybe that was MVP year. <laughs> Good old Bo Callahan. Uh, with other baseball news, something happened the other day. The guy that caught Aaron Judge's uh, oh yeah, 60, 60 whatever home run ball. Some some sellers remorse. Big time. Not captain deals. Not captain deals. <laughs> Uh, judges record 62nd home run ball which shows how much I remember the record I was like what number was the record what do you finish it uh, sells for 1.5 million dollars 
at auction after the seller turned down three million. That was like the day or like the week of, right? Like a, almost immediate. Yeah. yeah. I think it was like walking out of the stadium. Like, <laughs> it was Cohen. I got three. Um, yeah, I believe <laughs> s someone offered him three million. Like when it happened, I believe. Like immediate. And yeah. He, now again, he he still come away with one point five million, but he could have came away with another one point five million for his troubles. And he also sold it through an auction house, so he doesn't even get the one point five. They oh, take a yeah. they take a slice. So oh, they, they, I'm sure it's a small, insignificant <laughs> slice. If I know anything about auction houses, uh, everyone finding well, out the Goldie it was Goldilocks balls probably hurt it too. Could have. Would they make it more exclusive? Like, hey, they might have 12 new baseballs next year. They only had three. This is one, this is one of them, 62. But... Mm, 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 mm. I, I was watching oh. the auction. They only got, I think, six bids, and it was only two guys bidding against each other, and they were begging for more bids. Like, the guy was like, oh, I'm texting people trying to get bids on it right now. They had no interest in this thing. How you text somebody, man? I need you to come play two million dollars for baseball. <laughs> That's the thing I'm. I like the thing I'm aware of. I don't need to be texted. Oh shit! They selling the Aaron Judge ball. Uh, it, it's it's almost like time passed and people realize this isn't a real record. It's weird. Hey hey. Uh, but I would like to shout out uh, Human Doofus Darren Ravel, who said, "Now that Aaron Judge will be a Yankee for life, this uh -oh. ball will double, if not triple, in value." It has more value that he's a career Yankee, as if Michael Jordan's bullshit is tanked in value because he played for the Wizards for two years. But no imagine where it'd be. That. Imagine where it'd be. Stock would be on I, the moon if he never played I those would, two years. I would love to to go up to someone with like a signed Jordan, like Game Six jersey, and just be like, "Ah, eh, no, he did." With the Wizards, man, I'll give fifty bucks. Well, <laughs> they're like, hey, I only got it for 20, man. He came back with the Wizards. Uh, <laughs> only paid a song for it. I got it at Marshall's. Uh, turns out the balls were juiced. Good, I say. It's because the ball was juiced and tarnished the record. We knew that. Who, who, who was shocked when we found that out? I feel like we knew that going in. Uh, and then a deal that happened... Over the weekend, which we kind of covered, kind of didn't, but Dansby. I don't know if we talked about did we talk about Dansby Chicago during the no we the didn't week? yet. I don't think we did. Um, really? So was a seven for one one seventy seven for one seventy seven. Von Grissom's in in Atlanta, and so Nico Horner's going to second. Yeah, I can't Sounds imagine like, too concerned with where he's going. He's on the team, and he should be happy about that. <laughs> I don't know if Dansby's done his physical. Um, <laughs> that's what, yeah, no, I mean, this is... That's so high. I don't know anything about anything. I guess you have to do... Maybe they're like, well, we only... You have to do the physical just for the press conference. It's not to play baseball for us. It's for the press conference. We show a lot of bright lights. Uh, <laughs> the steps are really high. <laughs> Full no trade clause. I feel like we're has every deal come with those. I think uh, though these long ones, yeah. It it just feels like an added way to get leverage that isn't really leverage, you know? Like it's pseudo leverage. But it also it, it makes it so pseudo on which side? 
Well, because a lot of guys do, it feels like eventually waive the no trade clause, but it does make it so you can't be traded without your knowledge, which is good. Oh, so yeah, that's the whole part. You wait, like they present you some options mm-hmm. and you're like, mm, okay, I'll do that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I heard Arietta talking about this and he's like, if you're signing a deal this long, you want to buy a house, like you want you to be right. settled. So it's like, yeah, I don't want to just be traded on a whim he was like i'm getting a place also at like spring training because i'm going to be there every year like there's no there's no reason not to give it and if you're the team and you're not willing to give this you probably shouldn't be signing the deal in the first place washington wizards um (laughs) but like i'm fine whatever you can negotiate because again it'll be yeah years five six and seven it'll be like man if they could just get his contract off and he's like, I, I'm not really trying to live in Seattle or whatever. And I don't have to. So, no. And I don't know. I'm not devastated, but the Braves fans, they're really just like, thanks for the memories, man. Um, like, be cool. Take care. I saw a guy ripping the, the Dansby fat hat off his wall. Took him a while. Oh, it took him very a while. poorly. Yeah, very poorly. <laughs> I was say probably took the whole wall of the house with it. Um, it. It looked like a child's room. It looked like he went into his kid's room and did it. So it was for sure. I was, hope uh, it was his kid's room because otherwise that was that was a tough scene. <laughs> it was a load bearing fat head, man. It almost took the, <laughs> almost took the house down. Um you have any other baseball? Justin Turner to your socks. I don't know. Your thoughts on that, Mick? It's fine. Spending money. Spending money. It's fine. I don't know why we gave him two years. I don't know who we were bidding against. Um, I know we needed a right-handed bat. He definitely hits right-handed. Um, With a bat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's fine. Like, he... <laughs> He no Nico Horner is not bad. And, uh, yeah, I've seen people say like I don't. <laughs> He's fine. Maybe, I don't know if it's like overhyped, overrated, or but yeah, bad feels extreme. No, it's not bad. It's so, and also, if, bad. if he's moving to a less demanding position, does he get a little bit vet, like by value wise? So I'm not I'm not be, completely out on him yet. Well, it's going to be interesting mm. now with no shift. You kind of do need mm. more of a shortstop type second base which is almost like it's perfect when you have a former shortstop playing second base uh, and not putting him back at shortstop. But here we are. Uh, um, not saying anything. Just, no, 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 never. Um, <laughs> if the Giants want a slightly used Trevor Story, I know where they can find one. Um, that's all I'm going to say. I need to see his first and second grade medicals, man. <laughs> Do you ever get his ears pierced as a kid? I would uh, prefer to look at those <laughs> medicals than his current fucking ones. Um, Turner feels like a very Boston type player. He's got the beard. He's looks like he has fun out there. He's unvaccinated. <laughs> um, I, this feels like a move. If you were like a piece away from contending, uh, that doesn't feel like where the Red Sox are. Um, fourth I think place Rosen, in the division. Uh, that'd be a good year at this point. Um, the Rosenthal said that the trade market is dead quiet because teams do not want to trade proven players for prospects right now. So that's good when 
when your GM's been like, we're hot in the trade market right now. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know what's going to happen there. I do still think some trades will happen. Obviously, the A's traded their big chip already. They don't care about bad prospects. They'll take them all day. Um, but yeah, he's he's fine. Uh, he's fine. Good I've luck. seen people say this is worried. If the plan is to play 38-year-old or 39-year-old Justin Turner at third base next year, I just can't imagine that was ever the case. Like, he's going to play first base and DH. That's it. I saw somebody said, why, why not go J.D. Martinez? Where, I saw he left. Where did he go? He went to the Dodgers, and it's like part yeah, of the so thing, They just switched, basically. Pretty much. Part of the thing Cora complained about last year was... Like, they had no flexibility with DH. JD was only a DH. And his power was gone. Absolutely gone. I think Turner are the higher uh, weighted runs created uh, than JD. JD had a great tenure here. I think it was definitely time to for him to find somewhere else. I wouldn't be shocked if he had the better year. I think if he had stayed in Boston, it wouldn't have gone so well. Yeah, what he contract was, did JD get? He got a one, one year. For right? 10. One for ten. Yeah. So, that, listen, that's the difference. The Dodgers can be like, yeah, maybe he gets a uh, swing back. That's a seventh of the Pirates' payroll, man. Like, we're not playing <laughs> the same sports. We're just not. Um, I'm it. Should it be relegation to MLB? Can we relegate the uh, the Brokies? Y'all playing the same stadiums, all that, but y'all just playing for the little. Uh, Little Lord Fauntleroy's Broke Boy Classic. I think they should get penalized. Like, if you're going to penalize teams that are spending too much, teams that are spending too little, like, if, you're, if, if the teams that are spending too much are getting penalized by a tax, then those smaller teams don't get to benefit from that tax. Like, you have to spend to this threshold to collect that, what the tax what that the gets spread out. What the higher teams are spending. Right. Yeah, right. You don't get to, yeah, you don't get to do nothing and eat off the people who are. Right. Yeah, I, I think that's for anything to. Uh, you're already gonna tax the people at the top. This is so political, man. I just hate bringing politics uh, into baseball. But uh, you tax the man at the bottom, Mick, and then what? I say good. Then don't play the fucking game, man. Sell your team. Like <laughs> your payroll is seventy, and theirs is five hundred. You have the option to pay five hundred if you want. They're not breaking the rules. They pay a no. tax for it, but they're not breaking the rules, so get with it. But no, we'll still see, I don't know, a handful of teams under 100 million. And then one will pop every four or five years, and it'll say, look at, look at that. You can stay cheap, and a team will win 92 games and make it to the ALCS or whatever, and get fucking rolled by the Mets, probably. So, yeah, just shut up and swing. Rob is right. Well, that's the thing. Like some of these teams get stacked in the same division, so it's like, yeah, the Guardians do win the Central, and unless I'm missing someone, I know the Twins have spent money compared to what they have spent over the last three years compared to the prior history of the Minnesota Twins. They've spent a lot. Some of that was on Correa, who was there for all of one year. So it's like I don't. Yeah, the Guardians can win that division when you know Andrew Benintendi is the most money the White Sox are going to give out. And the Royals exist. Like, of course the Guardians can win with a low payroll. Everyone else is a low payroll. 
I think this is the, this is why the Cubs are so pissed. It's like, bro, you know the car the Cardinals are not going to top five spin. They're a good organization, but they're not going to top five spin. Pirates are not spending. The Reds are not spending. Brewers, I don't remember where the Brewers were on that list. Very low. Probably, I was gonna say probably in the second half, but yeah, higher like than 18. the yeah. I was gonna say like in the low teens, high twenties, I would guess. And then the Cubs, who should be, it's like, why don't y'all just buy this division, man? It's there for the buying. And they're like, mm, no. You heard them. So, they're getting Correa and Swanson, which I guess was still very much on the table uh, 12 hours ago. <laughs> still, until I see these guys play uh, spring training ball. Cohen didn't make them take a physical. He sent them the, the docu-sign. And was like, yeah, I'll take that signature, pal. <laughs> he, he was like, FaceTime me real quick. He was like, run the camera over your body. You look healthy. Um, you, you look good, man. Uh, $300 million. So that's the Steve Cohen physical. Again, I like it. I'm fine with it. We had some, some news talk. Uh, Scoop, you put the, the Twister sequel, which I want to talk about, but what's, what's the rock and black Adam? What's oh, the cinema beef there, man? Well, I, I knew you would know. They canceled, they canceled black Adam. They've taken, they've taken cinema from the rock. They've, they've, uh, I, I think I, I think essentially The Rock had a meeting with James Gunn and tried to save the franchise, and James Gunn told him to kick rocks. Like, save it like there was going to be a sequel, now there's not. They shot a sequel, and it's not going to be released. I know the first one is not doing as well as they had hoped. Yeah, it's not doing as well, and The Rock, he wants to keep it alive, so, but he got told no. Uh, you don't tell The Rock, no. The Rock tells you, yes. It says here, have agreed to continue exploring the most valuable ways Black Adam and can be utilized in future DC multiverse chapters. So, like, they're looking, they're looking for a deal. They're trying. The, the market's hot, uh, but no one wants to acquire Black Adam. So, he's he can't find a movie. So, I think he's going to Marvel now. I don't know. Has anyone seen this movie? I haven't. I have not. I have not. I was going to say, does anybody know if it's good? The uh, reviews have not been good, right? From like the, the people on Twitter I know who also like movies in this genre, they weren't big fans. It was like, if y'all trying to scratch a certain itch and those people are like, this itch sucks. <laughs> He's like, we just got to find somewhere else. Uh I don't know. Okay. Too. I, I don't know if you know. He just took over DC. So he's kind of cleaning house over there, like hitting the refresh, the big refresh button, because DC has really only produced Swill. Uh, so it was time for a change. Well, long overdue. Like, there's, it's always been weird. Like, DC makes better animated movies than Marvel does. Like, I don't mean like, Guardians of the Galaxy type animated. I mean, like the Batman animated series or uh, standalone movies are typically fire. Like great voice mm. actors, uh, great writing. They look incredible, really fucking strong. But they haven't been able to write it, write movies that strong, like on the silver screen at fucking all. <laughs> and James Gunn, before he got like real, uh, before he got canceled for his old tweets. Yeah, I was gonna was say, wasn't it him? Wasn't it, yes. Uh, yeah. 
was running shit over at Marvel. He did Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy. He was heavy involved in Endgame and and all the Avengers shit. Um, that that kind of cleared the, that the dust settled on that, and DC was like, "Please, please come save us." But like, is he the guy? Like, is he? Are people like he's he's Matt yes. Rule in Nebraska? Like, hey, he failed there. He maybe had some bad tweets, but. He can coach college football. Like he's probably gonna get us back on the. He's gonna have say, us winning yeah. nine games sooner than later. Yeah, he's he's a monster. Like he definitely understands the genre. Um, so yeah, I think DC is is on the up and up. I'll say generally there were some Black Adam watchers in chat, and the consensus seemed to be from not good to meh. Like yeah. I I watched it. It was a thing. I'll never watch or think about it again. Which. Feels worse than saying it's just bad. I read as right, like, that's the worst movie yeah. I ever saw. I'd much rather hear that than it was it was decent. Uh and Gunn is the guy. So his Black Adam's the old quarterback. They got a new coach, and he's like, I don't know, you're not one of my guys. <laughs> so I gotta <laughs> we gotta trade you to where you had some success in the years past. Uh Ryan Tannehill, Black Adam Tannehill. And is he gonna find a finder? Like, is anybody gonna wanna be like, yeah, we will we will oversee Black Adam too. We we oh, see no, the that, vision, Rock. No, it's done. Black Adam wasn't a yeah. I mean, it, it's owned by DC, so it's not like you can go elsewhere. Like yeah, it's, <laughs> I, 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 it's, I, I think the only path for it is like him doing cameos in other successful movies, and it's like right. as Black Adam. Yeah. S- someone in the chat said Shazam. I think Black Adam might be the villain for Shazam or something oh, like no. that. So people hated Shazam, right? Well, I no, people like Shazam. Did oh okay, okay, yeah. I had that wrong. Um, but this is just—I thought this whole statement. And I don't expect this from Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Like this is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. This is a statement I expect from like Max Landis when Bright Two doesn't get made. Is he on that status though? Is he on Max Landis watch? That's what I've been reading. Well, well no, Max Landis. That's that. That's like a wormy guy, you know. Like this is this like a wormy statement to me. Do you have that tweet he sent, Scoob Max Landis, like two years. You know what I'm talking about? Like I, I just wrote the next Star Wars tweet that he had. <laughs> I'm pulling it up because yes, I can yeah, find I'm, that. Yeah, was, it, was it Black Adam he was referring to? <laughs> no, it was Bright he was referring to. Have you seen Bright Withers? Is that the okay the Will Smith Netflix one, right? Yeah, some of, I could not get through it, but yes. Uh, I think I think. It, oh wow! I, I think it's my uncle's favorite movie. I, I he watches it more than once. I don't think I've ever so seen him watch anything more than once. Your uncle's one of those eighty likes. It's like no, nah, he <laughs> no, nah, he called his shot. Um, so I've come to slowly realize that Bright, my new script, if made well, I love that you throw the qualifier in there, could potentially be my Star Wars. And it feels crazy. It got a sequel, <laughs> didn't it? Didn't it get a Bright 2? No, I don't think oh, so. I thought, it got, I thought it got at least one sequel. I think it got, I think Netflix greenlit it that like, because Netflix does that thing when they release something like, oh, 200 billion people watch. Everybody in the world watched it. it. Yeah, of course. Uh, So, yeah, a sequel is coming. And then I think like a week later, they were like, oh, no, people really hate this. (laughs) A week later, when it was the 157th thing, highest watched thing they've ever done, because everything they release is the highest watch. They were like, we can't give a sequel 
to this. But I I do remember definitely hearing about a sequel, but if it never got made, that's right. So he where where would who will buy Bright and Black Adam is what I'm asking. It's a package deal. We need both of them. Owen? Um, <laughs> <laughs> he just plays them on the Jumbotron between innings. <laughs> hey. If he just buys the entire Black Adam fran- uh, uh, franchise and was like, no, our seventh inning stretch is going to be like a live action film. It will take out the entire outfield. Billions of dollars. Animals will be killed in the making of this. Like this is an this is an event. Um, does the Rock turn that down? I don't know how he could. Scoop, don't know how he could. So, I I, one, hmm. one th- I, I, I don't want to see it now. <laughs> I didn't know that this was going on, but apparently, uh, UFC fighters reply to the Rock's tweets and say his shoes suck because, <laughs> like. <laughs> The UFC forces them to wear their shoes because they're like a sponsor. So, <laughs> uh, can can we see the shoe? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, I know they're sturdy. Oh, oops, I did. Shoe. I said they're like gym shoes. They don't look horrible. They're Under Armour. Maybe they they must. Uh, it's these. The big Brahma bull on them. Uh, oh yeah. Okay, that's not good. Maybe they're like these feel like garbage, man. They're the LeBrons. They only look good on the per- on the namesake. Yeah, I can these see are, that. These like Steph Curry's. They all Under Armors look like the same. Like mm-hmm. they don't have a wide range of of looks. Even like all the low tops look the same, and all the high tops are mid. Like look like they have the style. Uh, I mean that I've never worn them. So if they say they suck, then maybe they suck. <laughs> What do I know? And then Twisters, we're getting a Twister sequel school? Oh yeah, this is this is great news. Uh just what just when you thought they wouldn't do it, Hollywood does it again. <laughs> the Twister sequel Twisters releases July 19th, 2024. I can't wait to see what it's about. I can't wait to see. <laughs> the, the S on Twisters has to be flipped around to a 2 in like the movie start, right? It has to. It shows twisters and it flips around to two, and then it tornadoes away. Um, free idea, free game. Would you guys be mad if there's only two twisters? Because I would be. It's, it's only two twisters movie, only two physical twisters in Twisters, the sequel of Twister. No, only two physical twisters. Because like it's gonna be 2024. I'm expecting like. Maybe double-digit twisters. That might be too much. Double-digit might be too much. Artificial intelligence twisters. What do you do for the postquel of twisters, Scoob? What do you do for the third? Twisters with a Z, and then the Z turns to a three. I'm just giving away game. Man. Yeah, yeah. But how uh, many twisters can be in the third if you do that in the second one? 100. Then it's like twisters. <laughs> oh, oh no, shit. come on now. Uh... I think then you risk getting into Sharknado waters. I think when you... there are too many sharks, is there are too many Nados? If you're on Twister three, I feel like you've already jumped the shark. Like Twisters two, you could do two. See, he's now EV Twisters in space. See, we could take it to space. I mean, yeah, Twisters underwater, uh, just typhoons. Ice would be horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
put King Kong in it. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can really jazz it up. They just started throwing sharks in tornadoes. Remember that? They did the Twister sequel, and they put sharks in it. So what's what's the wrinkle that it's just going to be a tor- just a tornado? That's it, well, it laid out. can't just be the tornado. That's old hat. We've seen it. What, We've seen it. What year was Twister? Is that like 95? I think it was 95, 96 was my guess. Um, let's see. It was 96, May 10th, 1996. Right before tornado season. Uh, and now, you know, some 20 plus years later. Yeah, this just, is only a tornado going to keep them invested, man? Can't give your kids a coloring book no more. You got to give them a tablet. Are there tablets in these twisters? Uh, the tornado's got to get a, got to have student loans or something so we can relate to the dang thing. <laughs> Wait a minute, I might have fixed everything. Okay. Every movie now is just a sequel of an old movie. Mm-hmm. They either bring it back or rehash it or Batman again. Can we start just mashing up old movies? Like, do we need a Twisters two? Or do we need a Twisters meets Gone with the Wind? Do you see what I'm saying? A lot of wind. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> do we need Twisters 2 or do we need Casablanca in a tornado? Parentheses Twister, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Twister in a bar. Um. <laughs> or like Pulp Fiction with Twister in parentheses at the end I'm of just, it. Like, can we start they, mashing some of these up? Snakes on a plane in Pulp Fiction. Sam's the tie that binds. Like, can we can we they, mash up a little? Twister and Avatar. Kevin's got the right idea. They were gonna do Twenty One Black Street and Men in Black as one movie. I don't remember what happened to that, but that was supposed to be one movie. It would have sucked, but that's yeah, that's essentially what I'm asking here. Um, I, I, I ain't I saying I wouldn't have been entertaining, but yeah, I see the vision. <laughs> Karina, Karina, and Twisters. Yes, Chuck. Uh, you talking some science? Yeah, Clark. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. And he's blown right out of Bixby, Oklahoma. Theodore. <laughs> Theodore Rex mixed with uh, Casino. Whoopi Goldberg is with a crime-fighting T-Rex going to the casino. The Rex is played by uh, De Niro, mm-hmm. um, but it's still just I- De Niro. They did do this with Godzilla and Kong. They put them in the same movie. Oh, they got it. That's what I'm saying. They've got a new one of those coming out. So of course they do. They're gonna have eight more of them coming out, and then a new director is gonna take it over, and they'll have eight more of them coming out. So can we? I'm just saying, can we get some? um, I don't know, some just some good movie mashups. Yeah, Twister on 34th Street, a Christmas movie. (laughs) The Twister, the Twister hits town Christmas Eve, man. It's the worst thing ever. I'm okay I'm just with that. Asking, I'm asking the questions. What is that? <laughs> I said I'm okay with this. I think this is yeah. the vision. <laughs> Were they going to call the movie 21 Black Street? The Men in Black and Jump Street? I, I don't. I, I, it still might be happening. I, I remember this being talked about. They shooting it now? Uh, where, where, did you, where did you hear um, this? Men in black. Oops, so he ain't get no DM about this. No, because I googled, <laughs> I googled, I googled 21, 21 Black Street, and there's no results. Well, yeah, I, no one said that was the name. Uh, the, so this is from Screen Rant. The Jump Street Men in Black crossover fell apart for various reasons. Hill and Tatum were on board. One, it's a terrible idea. 
<laughs> Smith and Jones were not involved from the men in black side. The, eventual, uh, the, the idea was eventually deemed an impossible matchup by Walter Parks, and the crossover was dead in the water. That was 2022, so it was that was this year news that it, it died. Yeah, no, I find okay. It. So who's buying all three? I say, <laughs> who's buying <laughs> Black Street? Who's buying there... Black Adam? <laughs> Twenty one Black Adam Street um, <laughs> <laughs> on Twister Lane. I'm just, I, I'm an ideas guy, man. Y'all know me. I'm an ideas guy. So, what Men in Black and Twisters, like Supreme. Supreme just started with Supreme and Gucci. Supreme and everything. There's not enough new good ideas. The old just got to start. Mixing and matching. Freddy Krueger and Star Wars. Freddy Krueger and Bright 2, the new Star Wars. They, they should put the, the guys from Men in Black in every movie. Like Tommy Lee Jones, Will Smith just appearing in the background of movies. You're like, are we in Men in Black now? What's going on here? Uh, <laughs> Surprise, Men in Black. Like that, that. <laughs> you signed up to go see something in Surprise. Nope, it's just Men in Black 4. Um, you'd be like... I'm gonna stay. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stay and watch it. Um, uh, okay. Cinema news. I know we got more regular news, but we'll uh, we'll, we'll get to some of that after the break. Let's uh, let's take five for now. Let's take five. We'll come back. Yeah, some more news stuff. Some pigskin. I I got a bone to pick with the cut to it, boys. Um, oh boy. Well, yeah, we'll we'll get to this. So let's take five thumbs up on the tube, please. And thank you. Subscribe so you can chat with us afterwards. Five minute break. We'll catch everybody on the other side. Welcome back. Happy Wednesday, hour two. Thank you for tapping in. Thank you for tapping the thumbs up. Subscribing so you can chat with us. Scoob's here. The McMahon is here. And I got some bones to pick. One in particular. I was listening to Cut To It. It came out today, you know. Um... And I won't say who, but somebody brought up my baby boy, Kelvin Joseph, boss man, fat himself. <laughs> and I said, oh, no, uh, <laughs> I said, I know where this is going. And then it was going that way. He's he's having a rough go of it. It's no secret. And then 89 starts reading the numbers. He was like, look, there's the man that's down right there. Kick him. Kick him. The one being targeted 86 times. For 85 completions, a passer rating of 677. I said, that's not a real fucking number, 89. I said it in my head, but I was upset. I said it through tears, but I said, what's he picking on boss man fat for? That's the bone I have to pick. We know he's down, damn it. You I don't, don't think I, this. I didn't know he was down, so it was news to me. I think most people And again, why? I would prefer <laughs> that cat stay in the bag. <laughs> Oh, no, the cat's the cat's out of the bag, and he was in the bag perhaps too long. He suffocated in there. He's dead, and we took a pipe and just continued making sure he was dead. That's 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 what we did. The cat's out of the bag, and he got open again on third down against Kelvin Joseph. God damn it! Um, I'm just terrified. Like you know the the cornerback graphics that uh, targeted six times, allowed six catches, 238 yards. We haven't had one of those in a while. The Cowboys have clinched the playoff spot, and I'm just, I don't, I think we're just due for one. We just get the, oh boy, Mike Evans just lights somebody on fire. Because Diggs is playing, I think it was Anthony Brown. They had a cornerback that just tore an Achilles, which I think has got boss man playing some more minutes. But I, 
it's got to be grim after that because boss man's still getting the minutes. Yeah. So I'm just fearing they're gonna end up as like, oh boy, he's gonna be he's gonna get the Justin Jefferson game, isn't he? Where Justin Jefferson goes 13 for th- uh, Carlos Correa numbers. Justin Jefferson go 13 for 350. Uh, and two touchdowns, school. I can't believe it. So that's my bone to pick. I don't like it. I'll, I'll make sure he knows uh, not to talk <laughs> negatively about any cats moving forward. Listen, he, he scouts. He's, a, he's an analyst. He has to call it how he sees it. I don't have a problem with that. But the number, the number of numbers he had on how bad he was doing. Come on. Come One on. less number. I'm gonna be like, listen, we've got, we've got a, a sick little kid who listens to this show. He's a big fan. He's in the hospital. You understand? And he just loves uh, former Kentucky players in the NFL. So if we could, if we could take it easy on that, let's talk some Stevie Johnson. Let's talk. Let's let's talk about the good days. It hits, man. Um. <laughs> So that hurt my feelings. Um, actually, no. Listen, y'all could y'all could actually talk the the future NFL catch with the way uh, Mark Stoops been recruiting. He brought Scooby brought one of your boys. I, I I think I heard Scoob say he's jumping on the bandwagon yesterday as well. Yeah, I mean, I've already, I've already, we've all, the chat has said many times, I've already slowly become a Cats fan just by doing this show. But Ramon Davis, I've, I was a fan when, uh, when he was on Vanderbilt. He was cashing slips for me left and right. Like the, I was gonna say one. Why were you a fan of uh, Ray Davis when he was on Vanderbilt? <laughs> that's the slip casher, the ca- the slip casher right there. Like. He he would still go over the numbers. Vanderbilt would lose their games, but he would get his carries, get his yards, and I would, I'd have that green button, you know. So I like him for that. I appreciate that. Listen, I'm big. I didn't appreciate him running for one thirty over Kentucky, but he's willing to make it right. He's willing. You said Vanderbilt. He did his run, and they lost them games. Not all of them, I'm afraid. <laughs> um, but no, now we get to replace the sixth. <laughs> leading rusher from the SEC last year with the guy that was fourth in rushing from the SEC. Bringing in the number one transfer quarterback. Some cornerback, a cornerback from Cincinnati. I'm hearing from me that he's the next Sauce Gardner and another cornerback from Ohio State where I'm also hearing he's there, there's some Marshawn Lattimore to his game. We got transfer offensive line from Alabama. Like Even being at the point where guys that have that option or being like, it didn't work out here. Kentucky's the first call I made. And I'm not making it up because I don't think I said it, but Vince Merrill, who does our recruiting, somebody asked him about it. He was like, a good number of the guys we get now, transfer portal guys, are one, parents hear how guys are treated here. We're not babying guys, but we're, not, we're treating them fair. And that's all a parent would ask for. And two... When a, if a guy goes somewhere and he mentioned Wandell, Wandell went to Nebraska, it didn't work out. He came back and balled. Tanner Bowles is a guy out of Kentucky, went to Alabama to play offensive line. It didn't work out at Alabama. Come on back home, son. He was like, just by virtue of being solid, he was like, there was a lot of pressure to, like, snide remarks going out when Wandell left the state of Kentucky. And Vince Merrill was like, no, I wished him well. And his dad told me then, I was like, I really appreciated that because people were shitting on him for leaving the state. We appreciated that. And what do you know? A couple years later, he comes back and balls out. So I say all that to say it cannot be that easy, man. 
That's good. That hard, I should say. It can't be that hard. I understand previously when people like just straight up couldn't transfer. Like I then, yeah, I guess shit on the the seventeen year old. Now, guy might be in college for a semester. Like (laughs) they'll be back on the block six months from now. There's no reason to shit on him. It's also ten years of eligibility. So you shit on the guy. (laughs) You crap a guy now. Eight years later, uh, <laughs> he knocks you out of bowl bowl uh, contention. And, so, and yeah, the Florida Gators announced they got Mertz this morning, and the fans were not happy on the message boards. Ooh, <laughs> I can't relate. Now, I'm just this is just how this goes. Only because Mertz was connected to Kentucky, he has three years of eligibility. This will come back uh, come back to bite us at least once. At what least is he once. Three. Dude, I'm telling you, it's like what Richard said. If you have any amount of eligibility and apply for another now, they'll give you one, man. And maybe even any COVID year. As long as COVID goes on, I don't know when they're going to decline, guys, honestly. So, again, people playing in 29 and 30, they're just not saying, no, Chuck, they, Chuck said it's not real, man. He don't want to believe it. Chuck, a Florida fan, he said no. Shooting down planes in the sky. Mertz might be on that one. <laughs> yeah, he's... <laughs> Chuck said, man, get that jet tracker back up. I need to know where the Mertz PJ is immediately. Yeah, Richardson the Mertz is, is tough. Um, yeah, yeah. going from the, the guy that can't throw, but he's very athletic, can run, to the guy that can't throw and he also isn't athletic and can't run. <laughs> that's good. Listen, that was only Florida quarterbacks for a minute. Um, then a flip side, we'll talk some more pigskin in a minute, but on the flip side, it ain't quite crapping, but I got to point out, John Calipari. Man. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You might have a little crap left. I don't know. I might, man. Because last night, last night, my old man texted me. He said, Bryce Hopkins is playing uh, against Marquette, a ranked Marquette game. If you could pull up that, Scoop, uh, Providence Marquette basketball, please. And this is of note because Bryce Hopkins played at Kentucky. Bryce Hopkins was on Kentucky's team last year. I should say playing was, was uh, putting it Practice. a bit extreme. Practice. I would say he got in some he like he had real life game moments enough to where it's like, I don't know, man, I really wish he would have got the shot here. Like it wouldn't like Johnny Juzang left and it's like he just wasn't going to get the shot here. I support him at UCLA, of course, but and I support Bryce. Keon Brooks also left. Bryce Hopkins last night had 29 points and 23 rebounds. In a collegiate game against a ranked team. That's crazy. 23 rebounds. Wow. And if you click Bryce Scott, uh, his profile, if you, if you could for me, school. So he's at 17 and 10, 50, uh, 50% shooting. Let me see his stats. I just want to see how many like, games he played in last year. So he, like, he played minute, 28 games. So he was playing the game, but six minutes a game. Immediately goes to Providence and is at 17 and 10. Keon Brooks was at Kentucky for three years, immediately goes to Washington. He's at, I think, 17.7 boards. And we kept Jacob Toppin, who is shooting 40% from the field. But he is Obi's little brother, so there's that. Um, I'll help you when Obi goes back to school. Yeah, and, when they both do. And, and, um, and hey, they might, have fu- they might have future sons or nephews. I mean, you got to get the pipeline built. I'd rather have Bryce Hopkins right now. Um, <laughs> the, like all three guys, they combined last year to average 19 points 
on Kentucky's team last year, those three guys, and now one's averaging 17, one average, two of them averaged 17, and we kept topping. Because, again, this is, this is where the crapping comes into play. Outdated. We don't have no type of – who the last big wing that Kentucky had? Like these, like these, this is the style of the NBA now. Like Duke has got the mark. That's I'll give Coach K that he was like, this is the way Ingram and Zion and Tay, like these big wings. But we, K Cunningham, we don't get the K Cunningham. We don't get those type of guys because Cal got an old offense that run through guards and centers, and it's just tough to watch. Mark Stoops be like, this ain't working immediately. I have four coordinators in four years because something's not working immediately. And to watch Cal be like, no, we'll just get better guards and center to so have them run the same exact shit that's not working. But I'm not crapping. People say an MKG. That's Trey Lyles erasure, I'll have you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on now. Um, <laughs> yeah, MKG, huge creator. Y'all know everybody remembers MKG. Uh, seven assists tonight, MKG. So Coach K couldn't win without big win. Listen, good. get those. Get those guys. Zion. Um RJ, the big wings. And no, our point guard is five foot five. It's great, man. It's very fun. Um, Someone in chat anyway, says they got a ticket with your name on it behind the bench for the UConn game. I know. I've seen it. I watched UK win a game live in person. I think I, I might have seen enough of the cat. <laughs> I know how this ends. Uh, no so thank you, but no thank you, Sean. If they were to replace mm. Coach Cal, who would you want? Is there a name on the no top idea, of your head? Man. No. For the longest time, it was Greg Marshall from Wichita State. And he was going crazy on players. So it was like, I no. Jay Wright retired and also had more success at Villanova. It was like, I just don't think he would leave for Kentucky. Chris Beard acting crazy. Like, I, so I, I'm sure there are names. As of right now, I just couldn't call it, man. But something ain't shaking. Chuck's a cow making a salary cap. Okay. I'm fine. Listen, I know what ain't working. Stoops doing double duty. Now, nah, Gerard talking some science. I think Stoops can run. <laughs> he can run a pick and roll. Um, obviously, RJ Duke was not fun, depending on who you are. RJ Barrett had a ball at Duke. So, it, Cam Reddish. Uh, Richard Patino, Coach, don't you dare. Coach Cam Reddish. <laughs> He's so cool, man. They just call him Coach Cool. Um, I said to KO I was gonna say, so I'm on the look now. Mick, Cr I don't know. I mean, UCLA is a good gig. You get, I don't, you'd have to make it worth his while. Muscleman's yeah. interesting. Chris Mack, I'll say there are some, some names, not Chris Mack, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on the look because I, I know what ain't working. Mm. Oh, something I forgot to mention first hour. Pigskin. R.I.P. Franco Harris, man. Mm -hmm. R.I.P. Franco Harris. Saw that this morning. And I think it was two days after the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception, I think, because they were about to honor him. Like, I guess that team, that moment this weekend. And it was like, no, like he was excited to be there. Like, guys were going to be in town for it. So this was a shocker. And I mean, one of the all-time plays, I do love, never been to Pittsburgh, but I do love that when you get there, they have a statue of that, of him making the catch. Like, this is, this is what we're about. 
and yeah, one all rushed for twelve thousand yards. Which at the time he retired, I don't know how close he was to the top. Probably but, pretty close. Like the guys that are like have since passed him. A lot of those guys were still playing when he retired. Like Eric Dickerson, Walter Payton, Tony Dorsett. Like guys that eventually passed him. But when he stepped up playing, he might have been like I think Peyton def- definitely had him, but he might have been like top two or three, and All Pros, Hall of Fame, all that. R.I.P. Franco, man. Can't believe thirty two wasn't already retired. Is it not? That's what that's what the ceremony was. They were retiring thirty two. Oh, my! I, I was thinking it was for the uh, reception. My bad. That's yeah. How is that not already retired? That's crazy. Like, yeah, he's already in the Hall of Fame. He's in their Hall of Fame. He's uh, are the Steelers? Just how many numbers? Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. can we say how many numbers do the Steelers have retired? Because um, even I get if you don't normally do it, but if you're gonna have one retired, then... is it like Mean Joe Green? Is his number retired? Is that it? Is that the whole list? He might be him and uh, Cope. They used to call the games. Um, let's see. Here we go. I got a list. Trying to drag it. Come on. Yeah, way too long. Regard like if you're deciding to do it, it would feel way too long. Um, official retired number. So seventy for Ernie Stautner, played in the fifties. Seventy five for Joe Green, which was retired in twenty fourteen. Thirty two for Franco. That's it. And that's wow. Unofficially retired. 12 for Bradshaw, which should probably be officially retired. Yeah. Uh, 36 for Bettis. Probably officially retired. 43, Palomalu. 47, Mel Blunt. 52, Mike Webster. Is that so? Just, I, just those three. I hate unofficial retired numbers. Oh, there's okay. Yeah, Lambert, Jack Lambert, Jack Ham, LC Green. Every number they have is unofficially retired. Just yeah. retire them. Uh, Eighty six Hines Ward. That's it. Uh, what's the beef with them, Mick? The unofficial retired is like no one's worn twenty one for the Red Sox since Clemens wore it. That was ninety five, man. Like no one's worn twenty one since ninety five. We're not ever gonna put it up there. We're never going to officially retire. No one can wear 21. That's so stupid. Yeah, pick a side. Like he's either so great and he should be retired so nobody can wear it or put it back into commission. Right. Like, we gave five away immediately. Immediately. <laughs> so I don't get it. I don't get it at all. It doesn't make any sense. And this is... Is it a curse thing? thing? Like, no, who wants to be the 21 in Boston after? I feel like back, that's 30 years at, ago now. Yeah. Beckett asked for it when we got him in oh six oh seven, um, and they just said no. Like people have asked for it and they just said no, and that's like multiple owners or an owner ago. Like it's different different GMs, but they're just like no, really stupid. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that at all. Um, and then another Steelers thing. Just heard you all talking about it. The TJ Watt versus the JJ Watt conversation and I don't I mean I and my mind initially goes to JJ just cuz he's got three defensive player of the years but uh he never this Steelers team is terrible man 
That's JJ Watt like, never got this Steelers team to <laughs> <laughs> competency. That's why I wanted to phrase it the way I phrased it. Like, because mm. individual player, I think the nod, like JJ Watt put up crazy numbers in Houston, like absolutely absurd. TJ Watt. I don't know also what it is. Also puts up crazy numbers. Yeah. Well, he puts up the crazy numbers, but his impact is absurd. Like, just the, the record, it's not even just this year. Since he's got to Pittsburgh, pretty much, when he plays versus when he doesn't play, the Steelers are just two different teams entirely. And that's where it yeah. crossed my mind. Like, yeah, his impact is outrageous. But I don't, is it, they're both just great players, but, TJ's cool or uh, I don't know because more like, likable. Uh, they obviously grew up in the same family, uh, like it's that they're surely similar human beings, yeah. But, but I don't if know. One, again, Joey and Nick, man, if one just learns, is like, yeah, I'm not gonna say everything I'm thinking. Um, I'm trying to look and see if they, I know they have it for now, nah, they don't like for quarterbacks, they have it like on football reference. The games you started, they have your record. I want to see if they had that for what. Like I, because the games he did not play, and I know for certain they was losing a majority of them, and yeah, he wasn't catching no touchdowns. That's true. JJ couldn't pass a random drug test, so <laughs> <laughs> again, they grew up in the same household. Could uh, do, we, do we know that TJ could? I, TJ's probably better at hiding it than JJ. He's not going around having heart attacks in the middle of the season. Hey, hey, hey! That was one time, man. It's literally one time. He played the next day. I'll have you know. <laughs> I, I still can't believe that happened. We just glanced over it. A guy had a heart attack mid-season, and no one was like, huh, I wonder what, what's that about? Why 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 is that Dude. guy always hurt, and now he has a heart attack? What's that about? Liter there's every literal thing in the NFL you could stop and be like, this is crazy. Uh, but there's so many. <laughs> Again, another thing I heard y'all talking about, that the NFL refs are not full-time. That is crazy, man. Wait, what do they do in the off season? They like work a different job. Eighty nine was he was like lawyer account. He was listening to jobs. I was like, I don't know if this is helping your case, man. They're they're working those uh, jobs during the week, let alone the off season. <laughs> like they're, they're pushing papers Monday through Friday, and then they're in uh, Jacksonville on Sunday. Like it's trying to keep up with DK Metcalf. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, again, yeah, NFL but, refs that should just be their profession. It's insane that it's not. I would any like MLB. If you get to the professional league, yeah, that should be your profession. There's enough There's revenue no to justify it, and your job is important enough where we need you to be locked in at the top of your craft. And it's like, man, I just I had to grade some papers Wednesday night. We had a Thursday game in Seattle. That was tough, and then we had Friday school again. So, well, like, imagine how good they could get. In the off season, if that's all they were thinking about, if that's all they <laughs> had to think about, that's all they had to train for, and can like, if your whole job was that, yeah, would you get better at it? I'm sure. Would it cost more money? Yes, and that's. I do love seeing that, and then the the field versus turf arguments, and then we see that I think it was 800 million dollars being paid out by NFL teams to coaches that have been fired. And it's like, how could we possibly justify grass over turf? How could we, how could we possibly? How could we? Uh, th there's just no money for that. But Charlie Weiss still getting paid. Uh, 
I don't get it. He earned that Somehow. contract. Which one? Charlie White. All of them. You know, I was gonna say which contract. <laughs> I, I know which Chuck, but because uh, he was out there finessing. The AVs of the Kelsey brothers have different different personalities. I don't know that they necessarily do. Like I listen to their podcast clips. They've got the same sense of humor. They dress different. They listen to different music. That, but I think their I think personalities. The are, yeah. I think their personalities are kind of similar. That's why they work. It's. They just they just go to a different barber, man. It's, it's Correct. Different. Yeah. <laughs> Travis, like I like the fade and I like the music and the ladies they have in this barbershop. And Jason's like, I prefer a different barbershop. I've never uh, cut my hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, only when our old man uh used to hold me down physically. Uh, maybe that's the like yeah, maybe that's the bosses. Again, I just I don't know what Joey be saying. I know what Nick be saying, because he be saying stuff. Whoa, whoa, Kevin Deesis! Why would you listen to that? That this is a good podcast. I, I I find it very insightful. You get you get some insider. I got no beef with the Kelsey brothers. I mean, that one with Pat Mahomes. I learned a lot about like the inner workings of like an NFL locker room from that one. So what'd you learn in school? Just like Eric Bieniemy speaks in like speaks in like code to the guys like he, he always has a quotable anytime he talks and they love it that's about why he can't him. get a job uh, nobody I, knows what the fuck he's talking about yeah. th- th- that's why i was like well that's why he doesn't get a job because he only speaks in quotables he's not a head Just coach how now brown cow <laughs> and just walks out they're like he is so weird um yeah i don't I haven't heard. I didn't know the Kelsey brothers had a podcast, but yeah, they seem decent enough. They yeah, were just, no, just some no good problem. old Ohio boys. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. There's so many people to have problems with. I can't. I can't pick the cut. Like, That's what I'm unless it's something with- I'm thinking of that are forgotten that I don't know. I was like, yeah, I don't got no. I got no beef with the Kelsey boys. Oh, oh, Ke- Kevin says my mistake. Thought y'all were talking about the Watt brothers having a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, now you know what. <laughs> If that's the case, I appreciate Kevin owning up. But if that's the case, if you, if it was me, I was like, no, nah, I was listening to TJ. I was listening to Derek, TG, TJ, and JJ the other day. I said, what? You're doing what? Uh, what were they talking about? Yeah. <laughs> um. Mm. Of course, the Pistons gave Troy Weaver contract extension. Good. Yeah, it feels like a good thing. Yeah. Um. Mm. We'll talk some. Oh wait, there was one more football thing. The the army linebacker seems like he is oh, going to yeah. get to uh, play <laughs> professional football. So he'd be. <laughs> we say school. They got that pushed through quick. They were like zero hour with that. They almost pushed it through without doing it. Like the whole reason he led the league, I think, in or nation in sacks, I think, last year, and he's like, I would have left then if I knew the bill might have been changed. Because the whole point is, like, I think it's after two years. Yeah, you have to affirm, and if you leave, you don't have the army graduate or the army education, and you have to pay back four hundred k. Flip side, I don't know what that first round bonus is, but uh, you could get back the army there. Scratch. <laughs> Listen, nil? Are you like if he transferred last year? Like, hey man, I'm gonna need four hundred k to cover this. You think Nick Saban wouldn't have been like, son, we? I'll sell the ha- the Hellcats myself to get that. <laughs> okay, I can't hey. remember who filed this story, but the way they phrased it really pissed me off. 
They were like, <laughs> credit to our, our men and women in Washington for fighting tooth and nail to get this done so this one guy could get out of the army. I was like, is this how we really want to phrase it? Like, is this <laughs> the best way to go? Like, I'm happy for Andre Carter. Very happy for him specifically. The way they phrased it. Politician scrambled. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this doesn't, this isn't sitting. This is the most American sentence I've read in a while. Like, this kind of sucks. <laughs> it re- and even in this article, it talks about it because some people are like, hey, you commit to the armed service, you commit to the armed service. Why are you different? Uh, some people are like, he's different because he can get 19 sacks in a season. That's why he's different. That's how this goes everywhere, all the time. Shouldn't he be running point for a squad then? I mean, he's, he'd be getting to, the, getting to the bad guys first. I That's mean, what I'm saying. Like, he's he rushing the wrong passer. It's a back, I'm here. backfield disruptor. On the battlefield. We, we need him going after uh, Bin Laden. <laughs> Not Zach Wilson. And uh, Sackett and Tiefer. That's what I need. <laughs> <laughs> a bill that passed, or excuse me, a bill passed, that passed the Senate last week would revoke the 29th. So they just, my question, why does this keep going back and forth? Did they just see this kid coming? was like, he's going to leave. They saw the 6'7 kid, 6'7, 230. Come in, it's like, huh? He looks good. <laughs> is it one of those things where leaders just trade off to turning the switch on and off so one of them looks good at one time? You know, like, you pass the ball. Yeah, yeah. you keep, like, hey, man, I had the heat on, man. I need an easy win. Thanks. Andre Carter can go to the draft. Um, hey, man, Which I'm trying to. Oh, no, I know. I wrote it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I need the ball over here for that one. Um, now, nah, Joe just passed it on. Uh, he's like, guys, I need a win. Brittany Griner's home. Vin Diesel called in a favor. So we see how quickly these things can move. And Right. It is very funny how quickly things move sometimes. It is very, very funny to me. Let's, when they want them to, which is why, again, it makes me think how slowly things move. When they want them to. It's going to come out his name is actually Andre Carter Pelosi. Oh, now, now it makes sense. <laughs> well, he was just adopted by some billionaire family uh, in uh, West Point, uh, wherever it is. And all's well that ends well. But it is wild. Like the 400K for, the, for two years in the Army? Yeah, I can't get no NIL money. He was deemed unsuitable. Oh yeah, nah. What if he? I was like, what if he just failed the physical so bad? <laughs> like, actually, you got to go to the army again, man. You can't play football <laughs> anymore. <laughs> hey, listen. Not to turn this into the big shoe podcast, but there was the time Gardner Minshew was trying to like break his hand with a hammer while drunk <laughs> to get another year of eligibility. I don't know if he did it. But I know it was on his mind. It's a real football guy. And now, listen, they, is Jalen Hurst playing Sunday? Since we talking a little pigskin, what's the what? What we? What's the haps there, man? Um, a case. Big, big shoes not practicing. He's at um, he's at the funeral for um, blank Mike Leach. Mike Leach. Oh, Mike Leach. Mike Leach. Uh, so Eagles purposefully. Keeping the door open for Jalen Hurts to start versus Cowboys. What do we think that means? 
Is this what some, some, that mean? some Zach Taylor business? Oh, he could play. Hmm. Jalen Hurts sneaks on the field. <laughs> For well, exactly who, one third down. Who's Sirianni coaching against? Mike, uh, Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine like him not knowing which quarterback's coming? Oh. Cowboys might lose by 50. And then he plays neither. Right. Plays, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who the uh, Kafka, Mike Kafka's still in there somehow. Kevin Cobb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Cowboys will not be winning this game. No matter what. I hope they make a big deal about like Minshew. Oh, he just landed off the plane from the funeral. He's about to start. No practice. You don't even have a helmet or pads on. He's going out there anyways. Of course, it's going to be that or the Jalen Hurts. You know, he was too too banged up to practice. That throwing shoulder, man. He's setting ice all 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And they walk out there and thump the Cowboys. What, what, can we see what's the line at now for Cowboys Eagles? I know it's been going back and forth. Yeah, they're going to run Hurts 17 times again. Kyle Shanahan said, nah, they spitting. It, up the middle, yeah. It's right. currently Eagles plus five and a half, plus 200 on the money line. Where's that game at? Philly or Dallas? Uh, gotta be Dallas. I think it's, yeah, it's Dallas. It's Dallas. Dallas, yeah. Um, yeah. Philly and five? Points. Is that a... A lot of points. I mean, but is that a Hurts or a Minshew line? Philly five? It was one when it opened. I was so. saying, that feels like a Hurts line. That feels like a line that would imply Hurts is... No, no. I think that that's a Minshew line. That's a Minshew line. Is it? Because if it's Hurts, it's going to be a banged up Hurts. And that we think. I, um, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything anymore, man. Carlos Correa is a Met. <laughs> so. I feel like a banged up Hurts is getting like plus, plus two still. Because it's also the, does he just want to hurt? He's like, if, if he doesn't play these last two or three games, he's not going to win the MVP. Right. If he plays, I don't even know how well he'd have to play. But if he plays decent enough, wins, he could probably miss, what, one game, like week 18, if they have things like I think you could yeah. miss one yeah, game yeah, yeah, and win an MVP. Yeah. Yes. But could he miss two with it being, this, like, if Mahomes plays all three and Mahomes is, or Allen or Burrow or, you know, the field, I guess? I don't think so. Maybe he's saying maybe he's never heard at all. Uh, unless if Mahomes has like bad games while he's out, you know, but as long as he has steady performances, you can't, you would hold that against him. I would at least, because I'm petty. <laughs> he plays and he just can't throw at all, but he plays, they're like, he's so tough. He's the MVP. Well, if he plays and he can't throw, that would be, I, I wouldn't hold that against him, but that would be very stupid. Well, it's not even holding against him, but it's like you're talking to vote for like Mahomes, who's like just didn't get hurt and mm-hmm. didn't like you know didn't play poorly. You got to factor, you got to split the hairs. Yeah, yeah. MVP. So no, you don't. You hand it to Jalen Hurts. That's what I've been told. All of Philly got uh, guns pointed at McMahon <laughs> right now. So just yeah, just talk easy. Just be He's a nice boy. <laughs> yeah, that's what boy. I mean. um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Mahomes with three picks against the Broncos. The team gave up 28 second half points. I get and listen, and that, can we see the MVP favorites now? Because I don't know. Is is Hurts back on top? Because that flip flop too. And yeah. Defense so, player of the air flop too. Oh, did it? What uh, what was the switch there? I didn't see that. Uh, 
Captain America, Joe uh, Nick Bosa took the top spot over Micah Parsons. Really? Is he? Did he just take like over the sack lead or something, or what? Uh... His his overall sacks plus like QB hits or tackles for loss rather are like well above second place. Interesting. Uh, Minus three hundred and fifty for Mahomes. For Mahomes, yes. What's Hurts? Uh, plus 550, and he's tied with Josh Allen. They have the same odds. And then Joe Burrow's... That's a, that's a hell of a shift, yeah. yeah. Joe, Joe Burrow's right there also. He's plus 600. Um, I'll say the other day, Allen and Burrow were tied for it. When I looked, whatever the last hour of, what, two days ago show, and it was like minus 155, I think. It wasn't no minus 500 for either side. So for, for it to flip Mahomes that drastically... Yeah, that's dumb. And then third place, they created some distance in third. They was like, nah, Burrow, not that boy for real. Let's knock him down a little. <laughs> Due to Jalen Hurts' shoulder. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hurts, did, he did have the two picks this week. Did it rush for three touchdowns. So, I I don't know. That That's quite a big swap. Yeah, that's too so, drastic. That's too drastic. But does that suggest like that Hurts really is injured? Or they, I think it suggests he misses at least one of these, or maybe two of these last games is what they're thinking. Like he's not going to finish it out. We're assuming Mahomes rides it out because we never know what happens with Mahomes, of course. But of course, yeah, um, I don't know. If if Hertz is only going to miss one, I would be pouring money onto that right now. With him as the what, plus five, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So if you yeah, if, if you think like Ev said, if you think it is all junk. Like just some mind games into the season, division rival, or whatever, or he was hurt, but he's just not as severe as they thought. Then I don't hate that. Yeah, Bur- that's what I'm saying, Sam. We when we looked it up, Burrow and Allen were tied for third, plus one thousand. And what uh, what were Burrow and Allen against? School, if you've still got it, uh, Allen is plus five fifty, and Burrow is plus six hundred. Interesting. And I'm getting this from LegalSportsReport.com. So, no, that's official. That's a commercial website. The, the way I see it with Hertz, though, is if he plays this week, because it is an important game, very important game, and they do, like, the shoulder injection, someone in chat said if they do that, he probably wouldn't play the next two weeks, you know? Like, they'd sit him out after that. Would that cost him the MVP? Like, if he played this game, they locked it up, because they could lock up the one seed with this win. Lock up the one seed so they could, in theory, rest for two weeks. Would Hurts be knocked for that? It's like he was so good he set two games instead of one. Maybe not. Would he be knocked for that? It would really have to depend if Mahomes took the one seed. I think that's the argument there. But should, I mean, I guess I could see both sides. It's like he, we were so good. He had the one seed, and it's like, but Mahomes was like, I couldn't afford to take it off. I'm, I had the most value. You understand? So. I don't know. Uh, you only need one. I was gonna say, like, if the the Eagles, if they just win this week, their seeding is clinched. They lock up the bye. They would have two weeks to not rush Hurts, but not rush anybody. Three weeks, yeah. Bad. yeah, three with the with the bye. Yeah, we we haven't even considered that the voters decided that Josh Allen won MVP before a snap was played this year, and he's just <laughs> going to get it if they have a decent finish to the season. I mean, they're the current one seed. If they finish with the, yeah. he would be. It wouldn't be crazy for him to get it, but 
him inching up there from 1,000 to, was it 600 mm-hmm. is... <laughs> In two days. <laughs> I was going to say, that might be the... That might be the In two money. days he something. didn't play football, yeah. <laughs> I was, as a preseason Mahomes and Allen's MVP voter, uh, I was like, that's really a shame on Jalen's shoulder, man. That's really a shame. Did y'all, did y'all twist it good? Did y'all make sure? Okay, it wasn't that. Um, but I could very much see Josh Allen walking walking into this. Mm-hmm. If he says, at what point does Russ factor play in? I mean, that's that's the question we ask at any time a team gets to this point. Just because the Eagles would have two game weeks that they wouldn't need to play and one bye week. What do you do with your starters? I feel like I'd, I don't know if I like play everybody first half and then second half, like no matter what's happening. I don't care if we're close. I don't care if we're up 20 or down 20. Starters coming out at halftime of both games. That's true, like but, a preseason game. You play full speed for the time you're out there, but you don't spend that long out there, you know? Yeah. So I think it, I think Rust really only exists if you have like a truly unfocused group, and that does not seem like the Eagles to me. They seem very focused and very much on the <laughs> same page about beating the hell out of everyone. I was gonna say, or an incomplete bunch. It's like, man, we don't we don't right. want our pass defense or whatever one rusty spot or weak weak spot to get rusty. But I mean, I guess rush defense would be their thing. But they're a pretty well oiled machine, so. I wonder if also it, it does like taking and giving out hits factor into it too. Like you turn that switch off for a couple weeks, it gets hard to take the same hits and give out the same hits. Maybe I don't know. Well, I think that goes to what Cole was saying with the focus. Yeah. It's like I think these guys know like when they're out there, y'all focus like y'all going on a hundred at all mm-hmm. times. That's what got us this far. Mm-hmm. That's what got us to eleven and twelve and one or whatever. But yeah, no. Over the last like we need to keep your. Like energy high, y'all still been playing again. Y'all been playing great football for four months. We need you for one more. So I don't know if you, there's also a lot of vets on that team. Mm-hmm. Like how how rust how rusty does Fletcher Cox get? How rusty does Slay or James Brad like guys that been doing it in their thirties who probably would just prefer a week off of practice or not having to go hard for game day? So I don't know. Just I think the odds are less important than the money flows on. I mean, that's everything. Uh, Packers might have been rusty in 2011. Same with the Cowboys. I'll say it's case. I'm sure somebody's written the, the case by case article and we'll see. We know what's better, but I haven't read it. I'll never read it. I was going to say, for 20 years, I watched my team at least have one buy and typically take week 17 off or week 16 off. Like, it, we didn't lose in the first round often. So it's, I, I don't really buy the rust thing. Yeah. I, I guess now because it would be two week two the two plus one sure, yeah. like yeah like a final game and then a bye week two week that don't feel like that ain't rust these guys are old and tired that's just recharging um, so maybe yeah, maybe three would need it so the vets probably less net yeah like Fletcher Cox but hey you're not you're not even practicing this week big dog like on, actually you can go on vacation <laughs> Kelsey couple of the halls well, up front. Um, that's where you got to be careful because then you take now, a boat picture in Timberlands and you don't want to play off game <laughs> Like that's that that's, that could be tough. Hey, ball coach of the year because I forgot about that picture. And they even they didn't even got to make the play. If they finish with a winning record, Dayball walked to that <laughs> locker room and saw that picture on the wall. He said, "Get that shit down, man. Why is that up on the wall?" Beckham in Timberlands. Uh, three weeks most of the most minor injury. 
NFL guys, three weeks could heal an ACL, <laughs> Evie. <laughs> yeah, what, how much turf oh, toe? How long was TL out when he literally broke his leg? Like a couple days? Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he looked it up for me, school. The, the whatever year was it, oh, four Super Bowl, 03, whatever, he, 03. yeah, oh, three Super Bowl. How many weeks did TL miss after literally breaking his leg? And it's like, we all saw it's like, no, nah, that's man, that's broken. Um, like seven weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I think he played well that game, too. It was like nine oh, catches, he, 185. So, correct. Yeah, oh, he definitely hit triple digits. That's a fact. Um, it says he missed the final two regular season games, but was able to make a remarkable comeback for the Super Bowl. He missed two games? No. Seven weeks. He, he was out oh, okay. seven weeks, but he yeah, only two missed regular two season. regular season two regular games. Okay, 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 I got you, I got you. Uh, seven weeks. Does it say what broken leg or was it ankle? Broken yeah. leg and tore a ligament in his right ankle. <laughs> that was my first, I was, yeah, 03. That was my first, like, oh, wow, football players are not real people. I, was like, I can't even believe he's playing, man. Salute. He's. I thought it was going to be the Willis Reed. He's out there for moral support. He goes out there and fires up the troops. They're happy to see T.O. out there. And call me I think T.O. could catch nine for 182 in this year's Super Bowl. <laughs> nine for 122. <laughs> Play 62 of 72 snaps. And, and again, lost 24 to 21. So, yeah. The medical science might need to do a case study on Terrell Owens. They, he should have been cut in half like an old tree like years ago. He just beat someone in a race like two weeks ago. He just beat somebody up outside the grocery store. Like well, that weeks happened ago. as well, too. Yeah, no, that, absolutely. But athletically, uh, he, someone else really fast. He like dusted them like two weeks ago. I mean, he was prime like pros versus Joe's guy. I- and. I, yeah, I, I loved how when he beat that guy up outside of the store, everyone was like, "Why, why Tio do that, man?" And everyone was like, "No, nah, he, the guy deserved it. Like the guy swung at him first. Tio, Tio ended they, it." From what I read, it said like a 49ers fan came in the store and was talking to Tio and was like cool about it, and then another guy came and was like talking trash to either the fan or I think the fan. And Tio was like, "Hey, chill out, man." And the guy was like, "Like, right, we can go outside. I'll whoop your ass." And Tio was like. I- that's not true. Um, Time, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, the article said the guy was like following him around the store. Yeah, and followed him outside the store. And once you follow him outside the store and said he took a swing at him, T.O. knocked his ass. Like, what are you supposed to do? Like, le- legit, you don't know what that guy got on him, man. You know what I'm saying? A guy walking to the grocery store, you don't know. Right. People got a knife or, or what? So, no, nah, move around with that. Mm-hmm. And. At what age could you beat T.O. in a foot race? Never. His age or mine. Not that it matters. Um, T.O. could be 70 and I could be me today and I'm taking T.O. T.O. could be 70 and I could be in my athletic prime whenever that was and I'd take T.O. Correct. We'd at least photo finish. I ran a 7-yard, 40-yard dash in my prime. Or a 7-second, 40-yard dash in my prime. Like, I'm not... I ran a 40-second... Seven yard dash in my prime. So I'm, uh, it's really not my game. Uh, he's forty eight years old. Ran a sub four five forty in August. He's probably like, man, I'm, I'm slipping. I'm getting old. He, he could probably get a playoff run in if someone signed him off the street. He could get some games in. He's on the list of people like Adrian Peterson's one was like you could sign him at fifty and it, he can't be your starting running back. That's crazy. But he'll give you twelve carries a game until. The day does. 
That's just what he's put on earth to do. 47 yards, touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no catches. No. And no, no, no. I, could you, I was going to ask you, click on T.O.'s account if you could for me. Yeah. Because it was a, it wasn't a build them, but people were like picking receivers. Like, I don't know if it was like start one, cut one, or whatever. And Terrell Owens was not getting picked as much as I would have liked. Uh, Who were the others? Now it was, it was rare. Air. I'm, I'm really trying to. Maybe somebody saw this. It was like Moss, Rice? Moss was up there. Megatron was up there. Rice was up there. It was like nine. I think it was nine. It was like pick three, and it was like okay, he should be in your three or four. If you would say he's like the fourth, he's my third. But I'm trying to. If anybody saw that and can remember the other receivers up there. Five time all pro, five time pro, or is that five or six time pro bowl? Six time. Feels way low. Six time pro bowl. And for six, nearly 1,100 catches, nearly 16,000 yards, and 153 touchdowns. And his middle name's El Dorado. That's awesome. He doesn't lose. Uh, He has one nickname. It's the the only one he ever needs. (laughs) Like, I think it's a case he's. I, I I don't know if three better receivers, or three that I would take, maybe I should say. Like, I know of my three, I would take Moss, Megatron, and T.O. Like, no, pretty much no matter if you're saying for one catch, one game, one season, one career, I got to pick the best three. Those are the three best I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I, I would put, like, I can't say his name on here. It starts with an M and then an H. I'm not going to say it, though. He's up there for me. Yeah, you could say it. Marvin Harrison. I'd say Marvin Harrison. You shouldn't have said it, school. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> cool. Did y'all's lights just go out, too? Uh, <laughs> it, it's tough because it's like T.O. did bounce around. He was in San Francisco longer than I remembered. Um but from San Francisco through Cincinnati, it did feel like he had an expiration date places. That would, it's really the only case against him when you're getting into this level of conversation. Uh, and Moss has that too. So it's not. Well, I like think the case for him is like, hey, I, one place was tired of me and I immediately showed up and produced. Right. Every new place I ever went. The one year in Buffalo, the one year at Cincinnati at the end, he was. Yeah, in 14 games, nearly had a thousand yards. When that was when Carson Palmer was nine not. touchdowns, <laughs> was, yeah, 37, 14 games, and it's like he's he's divisive. But a thing I notice everywhere he goes, he gets a side of the locker room. You know what I'm saying? Like if this guy's just a right. dickhead, it's like he goes everywhere. He's a dickhead. Everywhere he goes, there are guys in that locker room. Is like, no, he's right. He's he's right, right, and he should say it. And he was fighting uh, Hugh Douglas. In the bathtub, when he does, when he's on the team, right? <laughs> you remember that school? Have you ever heard that? No, no. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember if he was or wasn't on the team, but I remember the rest of the story. Yeah, we look at Terrell Owens versus Hugh Douglas. Uh, we'll take a break in a second. But <laughs> T.O. was, what I remember is T.O. being in the hot tub and Hugh Douglas walking in, apparently asking, like, who wants to fight and T.O. was like oh that like that, let me dry off and put my shoes on um, here we go the infamous 
Was it, what what year was this? Doesn't say. So, yeah, it said Tio's last year in Philly, but what whatever year that was. Um. Okay, can you scroll to the quote? <laughs> said I don't know who's saying. It said if you remember it at one time, him and Hugh Douglas got into a fight, not in the locker room. That's crazy. Uh, but in the room where they had the underwater treadmill. They got into it, and all of a sudden, you see T.O. hitting the button, and he's rising up out of the water. And when he gets out, they start getting into it. They were about to fight, and T.O. goes, let me go get my shoes. <laughs> I don't want to fight nobody that's like, let me go. It's like, I need some traction, because I'm about to tear right. your ass apart. I'm about to whoop <laughs> your ass real good. Uh, at that point, he should, I was just playing big fella. Um, does this, I don't think Hugh Douglas was on the team. Um... See, form no, it's his former teammate. Yeah, so he. Just, that's a tough scene. Y'all bringing the outside, and uh, they're saying no punches were were landed. I don't know if Douglas is saying like on my behalf. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, said it wasn't as big as, as, as big as everyone. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone's blowing this side. It's, dude, what's that? You got a stake on the side of your face? What's that? What's that? <laughs> Yeah, T.O. had him in a full Nelson. Uh, we all saw it. Um, Kevin Cole's like, so y'all don't remember when he was just uh, shaking Hugh Douglas over the uh, over the training pool? Money falling out of his chapstick? Yeah. Face against the underwater treadmill. It's <laughs> I got a rug burn underwater. Yeah, while he, was, he said, stop hitting yourself, Hugh Douglas. Stop hitting yourself. And yeah, T.O. just rising out of the water like a superhero. Like, let me find my shoes. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, Aquaman. <laughs> and then ask, apparently he asked who else wants some. So for y'all making it out to be bigger than it was, no punches were landed, and the other side is like, who else fucking wants some? <laughs> yeah, he, he whooped me decent, but he didn't whoop me decent, decent. Yeah, I'm still breathing, right? <laughs> I could still do my radio show. I'm still here. I'm not in the hospital. Doctor's looking at his numbers like you're still breathing technically. Um, <laughs> you're getting a little help from us. <laughs> yeah. The doctor's hand is hovering over the plug. <laughs> right. I'm still breathing, ain't I? Damn it. <sighs> um, and then, like, what's everybody else supposed to say? Till, like, yeah, who else wants some? And every, Donovan McNabb, no. Um, yeah, who else? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Debo's a little tired. I think I can get him. Yeah. <laughs> if y'all six get him first, I think I, I, I think I could follow yeah. up and work the body. Yeah. Um, Not next, but I'll, I'll jump in the on deck circle if someone else wants to go. Yeah. What's the Royal Rumble uh, number? Because I felt like you could have hyped Freddie Mitchell to go in there and get his ass whipped by T.O. Easy if Fred, if Fred X was still there. Without question. Come on, Fred. You know you too physical for him. Yeah, I am. It's, uh, instead of trying to calm them down, they're like, no, we just got to keep sending guys to fight him. Come on, we got to break yeah, him. Royal, Ro- yeah. Buy James Brash, get in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there goes Brian Westbrook running down the. Uh, the- <laughs> oh, is that, is that Javon Curse? Oh, no. Oh, um, Matt, you're talking about a fight I'd watch. What's the line? Who's the favorite? We'll take a break. What's the. Curse versus T.O. The freak. I think- First yeah, El Dorado. I think, I think the freak is the favorite, but I don't 
it's not like minus 500 or anything crazy. It's like minus 110. Like, yeah, he's got home field. <laughs> it's what the bets are on one side, but the money's on another. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I go only the freak, but it's a lot of defensive ends. I think T.O. could whoop. Like, it ain't just a, I'm taking the defensive guy over T.O. Comfortably. Um, one of which, he did not whoop Hugh Douglas, though, which is what it says here. What do I want on the record? <laughs> what do you say, school? I think defensive end, probably of all the football positions, that and any lineman, that directly translates to fighting. Because you, you got a hand fight, you know? So you get good at the hand fighting. Yeah. Getting your hands on and then keeping their hands off you mm-hmm. is also your work. So, yep. uh, yeah. And T.O. was like, I don't care about none of that. It was just, he was tightening up somebody. <laughs> he was tightening up somebody. Fundamentals um, for his flash. Yeah, chopping down a tree. Somebody's tree. Somebody went home with the red belly. But piece is T.O. versus Nick Bosa. What are we thinking? Who, who's, who's favor? Then we'll take a break. What, what has Bosa been told he's fighting for? Do you need to tell him anything? <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do you extra need to, motivated. You just tell him the guy he's fighting, his name is Terrell. He said, I, I, I'm locked in. He votes yeah. blue. Steam. Steam. He, he's, uh, he's, red he's, eye. He's showing up draped in the American flag no matter what fight. A thousand percent. Uh, Two by four, like hacksaw Jim Duggan. Um, <laughs> like, we're from the same country. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, we ain't. Um, oh, the, I love my name's Nick Boyasovich. That happens at UFC. It's two fighters from America, but the crowd's chanting USA at one of the guys for some reason. That's how I go when a Floyd Mayweather fight literally anybody, man. They be in the USA chanting uh, Mexico, Mexico. T.O. versus OJ. That's not a fair fight, Nino. Come on. Think who be Aaron Harrison over T.O. Yeah, man, we are, that. we just uh, said that name once to you guys trying to yeah, get some trouble. Won't be twice. Will not be twice. Uh, let's take five. Let's take five. We'll come back and talk some some round ball, a little hoop. So thumbs up on the YouTube, subscribe, chat with us, talk some round ball with us after a five minute break. Welcome back, hour three. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for giving us a thumbs up. Subscribe in the chat with us. Want to talk a little round ball with the boys, but school can't believe his eyes. Uh, no, saw a suggestion from Jeff Sharnick sent this uh, on Twitter. Said, "How about for the baseball payroll? If a team doesn't spend minimum one hundred thirty million, they don't get draft picks. None in the next year's draft. That's why I was like, ah, maybe you could take away some, um, <laughs> but none. Hey, spend some money." I like that. You want some picks? Spend some money. I, I don't. I think there could be something there. Like if you're not going to hit the floor, you lose. Um, maybe round two, or, or you lose some type of high pick. Maybe not your first, but or it moves you down slot. Y'all not drafting the best people by a slot anyway, so something. So I I don't hate that, Jeff. Uh, we had some games last night. Some round ball. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot. We do have a lot tonight. Y'all trying to put like a, a, a little slip together? We ain't put together no round ball slips. Yeah. In a while. We we, we drafting what have you, but okay, we could do a some slip talk. I mean, either now or later. I just been thinking about Jokic's uh suit. That's the only thing I've been thinking. That's the only thing I want to talk about. Let me pull that up. I've I've only been thinking about how well 
the home robbers of Argentina eight yesterday while oh. everyone while everyone was just out and about town square. Like there was no chance people would get home quickly uh, if their nest alarm went off. But even then, if you, I feel like if you're a robber, you still a soccer fan, so you like, I'm gonna go to the parade a look. I'm gonna go early. Uh, <laughs> I'll loop between four and five, and I'll probably duck back in the parade. Y'all can catch me there late. Uh, I'll be there early and late. Now the video, school if you can find it. Messi getting back home. Horrifying. Abs. I, it's terrifying. Like I, I was like, is this what anxiety attacks are? Is this like that's how I felt watching that video. Like, if the one of everybody out, the same exact people outside grandma's house, wasn't the same one. Here we go. This is how that Messi received minutes ago at his home in Rosario. I'm saying, thank you, Leo. Thank you, Leo. And if you can't see, like, just understand, he can't go forward or he will, there will be mass casualties. That's how many people are here. Yeah, play it if we can, Scoop. They're literally guiding him in. Police on both sides. Armed officials. Okay, can y'all do this at the parade, man? They had to cancel the parade. Well, not cancel it, but they changed it. Did they? Did they get, like, airlifted out? Yeah, yeah. So they, they were on a bus, and they had to get... transferred to helicopters because the bus drove under a bridge and people tried to jump from the bridge onto the bus. Like it collapsed the bridge and the bus. Uh, Jesus, I I did not know that. That, That's scary, man. Because that's one of those, he makes however many million, but how many people how many people we think are there? How many thousands? Specifically, yeah, a couple thousand. On your block. How about the non-messy people? Like all the rich people here live the next neighbors. to like Dennis and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can you stay off the grass? Yeah, um, the car behind this, you can't see. Just trying to go to the next house. They're like, ah, boy. Let's deliver. He's like, man, I got a pizza here, man. I'm trying to get to 2451. <laughs> Messi lives at 2449. So Imagine you, you're the neighbor. You had an appointment scheduled this day. You can't even, can't make it because fucking Messi had to go and win the World Cup. You, yeah, what's his problem? And again, I feel like if Bessie just stood outside and just like went like that, they would all just go home peacefully. But uh, absolutely, I mean, he could also go like that, though. You know what I mean? Like, he would <laughs> yeah, take control of all yeah. of South America. Yeah. And he's like, listen, okay, so y'all know where I stay, y'all know where me and my grandma stay, right? Those two homes are safe, everything else can go. Ta ta. Uh, <laughs> Jackson. He's like, just keep, yeah, keep it quiet. I'm going to get some rest. They would tear that town to the ground at zero decibels. You need a burner house that's not near anybody, not near anything. That's where, if, if, if I win the World Cup, I get go to the burner house. Then they don't know where I live. Is this the burner house? That would be the move. Messi not in that car at all, man. <laughs> he looked different every time I see him. <laughs> Once every 12 years, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who in there, man? Um, I just, mm mm. And I, what soccer player was it that 
like he kept getting robbed. And it's like he lives in the same neighborhood as maybe messing somebody else, but it was like, but he don't he can't pay for security like they can. I said, damn, man. Oh, was that Obama Yang who got his face broken? I, yeah, yeah, I believe yeah, I believe it's exactly who it was. Yeah. It's like he lives in the neighborhood. He it's like, man, why don't they live in a good neighborhood? He live in the neighborhood, but if you ain't got security, like Messi got security, then mm -hmm. and I know he Messi got security, security. Some of them fans are definitely armed uh, from the inside. So, and someone in chat said he just signed uh, with PSG again, just re-upped possibly. So, oh, did he? Yeah, I think uh, is that like like breaking news. I hadn't, yeah, I hadn't seen that at all. Let's see, let's see. You know, you know how many pounds he getting? Um. Hmm. Messi setting them all up. Uh, I think we're just seeing he renew. He most likely will renew his contract with PSG. This is from four hours ago. What's he gonna get per like one twenty? What's he get a year? Um, you know, Coley. If if Mbappe's getting a hundred, I would imagine Messi's a little less, just because of the age difference. The market's hot for him though right now, for sure. It's just, it says no decision yet on length of contract and salary, so I haven't had the meeting yet. Uh -oh. it, can you look? Can I see what what's his current contract? His current PSG contract. I'm sure, it's crazy. Oh, I'm four for eighty million. It's just some very Evan Turner money. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. He, no, he took that. Uh, that Alan Crab. So it's a forty-one million annual salary. Net that can't be right. $30 million dollar signing bonus. Is it? I, I, I just thought it would be way more. I know I PSG he, is not the La Liga, but... No, no I mean, they, they, they pay for sure. Yeah. So it's like, I don't... Like, I, I think it is the... Like, I, I bet he ate earlier before this. Like, I'm I'm sure, oh, like, that, it's... You know what I mean? Like, he... It, LeBron's still getting a big deal, but it's not what he could... If he had free agency 10 years ago, what he could have got... I think he, uh, but if LeBron, he, yeah, well, I mean, it's no salary cap, so it's like LeBron would get the max, of yeah. course, but it's a max to get. What do you say, school? He also he doesn't have to get paid that much because he he like money launders and doesn't pay taxes, so he doesn't Good. worry about that. I'm fine with that, to be frank. And yeah, I know people saying like he's got like all type of ad money, which I get, but did he? Didn't Messi hit it? Was he one of the ones that hit a billion in on earned or on field revenue? It was, I thought it was like Tiger, Braun, and Messi. So this is from when he was with Barcelona. Um, Messi's most recent contract with Barcelona is worth up to 550 million euros over four seasons. This is what I was. Uh, this is what I thought we'd be looking at for the PSG. That's why I was like, it's 35. That's that can't be right. Uh. He might get this now. It sounds like he signed the short one, two years, see what it's like, and then this is what he's gonna sign. Yeah, but listen, six seventy three divided by four is what per year? That is not even close to thirty five million per year. Like that's no, where I'm like no. that. Those two gaps are. He just really liked the kits or something. He really wanted. To, he liked that Killian guy or something. Because six seventy three over four is one hundred fifty over. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, one sixty seven. One sixty-seven. So yeah, ain't no. I'll take a little thirty million dollar haircut. <laughs> the haircut when you make it one hundred sixty-seven is one hundred and fifty. So he, yeah, he must have got some. I, I hope some ownership in the 
and then leaves it secure don't pay taxes no one pay taxes i i don't know if his hips lie but mm -hmm. we'll see um round ball the hawks making some moves or the first move i think the moves are about to I think they're about to come. You can pull up that tweet, and I'll tell you why I think the moves are about to come. <laughs> this is a new, yeah, Atlanta president of basketball operation, Travis Slink, is moving to a senior advisory role. GM Landry Fields uh, will oversee basketball operations. Slink acquire, yada, yada. Uh, Slink has multiple years left on his contract, will remain in the organization. Fields was promoted to GM. Hawks are 16 and 15 and remain engaged in trade talks on John Collins. One player is mentioned in the Travis Link moving to the upstairs. Uh, not like they remain engaged on improving the team or personnel decisions. 20. Get them out of there. So They've clearly identified their perceived problem. Which, again, you can, but if, if everybody knows that's your perceived problem and that's who you're trying to get off of, are you expecting to get... A hundred cents on this dollar, and yet, yet yes, Chad, it is the Landry Fields, the very saying. same. No, he's like he's been in this organization for a while. So, like, salute to him being GM. Um, I hope he does well. It sounds like he's looking to move John Collins. <laughs> so, I, I want to know. I, I I want to know what these texts look like before they do these tweets, like. What does it look like? Is it just John Collins? John Collins? John Collins? You gotta get John Collins on like our block. Like what's sent to Woj? Yeah, or like, what yeah, do you mean? yeah. Mm -hmm. Like what are they sending to Woj? Like, are they just being like, uh, by the way, Schlink's no longer GM. It's Landry. Also, tell everyone John Collins has to be off this team ASAP. I think it's I think it's John Collins has to be off this team ASAP. By the way, Schlink is stepping down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know, and we've talked about it before with like NFL. I just have no idea how a trade block works for the NBA. Like if I if you wanted to just put up and say, yeah, who uh, give me what you got for John Collins? How does it work? How would it work? We we were right about that because I do remember that maybe that was the NFL they said, but they said there is like a pseudo trade block. Like you text the beat writers, ask if you've heard anything about this. If you have, then you like well then let them know that we're interested type stuff like. You just leak out, like let them know. Yeah, can I cut interested. the beat writers out? Why do the beat writers like this is the this is my question I'd have, Mick. I want to. Can I just you looking for a wide receiver? I have one to trade. What? Yeah. Uh, let me call something. my reporter and hopefully he'll leak it to your <laughs> reporter. Um, like, what am I? What am I missing? There should be a website like that only the teams can access or it, it, it's just like 2k just like Madden. like yeah i put this player on you set an amount of time you're willing to wait it's like yeah i've got three days this guy's sitting on the block for three days yeah this is what Send i'm looking offers. for yeah this is what I'm, I'm looking for a first round pick a young cost control player a veteran a scorer or a, a whatever uh I put it out to the trade block, and it's like, oh, okay, I'm looking for one of those things. Let me scroll through and see. Because if it is just go through, let me text Shams and see what Shams is hearing. He'll have to put it out. Then I'll have to see what Chris Haynes is hearing. Then maybe we can find a trade. That I'm sure that's the way it works, but it does feel like hustling backwards. I would dominate 
being a GM. Talk so about easily. it. Talk about it. I would just be constantly talking to other teams to the point where some would never trade with me because they'd be annoyed with me. The rest, I every every year for the three sports I follow, a move happens and the quote will be, we just like dealing with that guy because he doesn't fuck around. He just wants to get a deal done. And it's like, every GM should be that way. I don't understand why other GMs exist. Why other mindsets exist. Well, like, well, well, hold, on, hold on, hold on. You mean this guy wants a, a, a shooting guard? What's his angle? What's his angle? He wants to upgrade off the bench. What's he getting now? Click. Uh, yeah. Here's what I'm willing to pay. Can we make a deal? No, we can't. Okay, we're not wasting each other's time. I'll move on to someone else. Like that's simple. I, it feels like I can't write a story off that, Mick. I hear so many trades. It's like three years ago in the March was the first conference. It's like, what do you mean three years ago? Like, why that's is how, it taking no, so that's long? That's how the article started on the ESPN of the athlete. Whenever the trade is finally Donovan Mitchell, this trade was consummated in 2022. It started uh, in a Waffle House in Salt Lake City, 2019. It, they like all a, start like, like that. You're exactly right. It's like looking up a recipe online. Like you can't just get to the recipe. You got to hear about how a daisy in a field uh, was pollinated by a bee, and that led to the sweet nectar of the food that will sit in front of you. My great grandfather was torn limb from limb, <laughs> and I think of him when I drink this lemonade. Here's the recipe. Um, every single one. Why does it have to be this way? I think tampering, right? Maybe. How, in what way? Like I'm, I'm listening. In what way? I don't know. That's what someone in chat said earlier. I'm putting it on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, no. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I think I, if you're it, talking about your own players, I don't see how it could be. It's like a shield. How do you make a deal? Yeah. It's like a shield. It's um, what's the word I'm I'm looking for? Plausible deniability. Like I wasn't yeah, I, tampering. I was just texting. I was just texting Jim Hoffman at the uh, Free Press. It's like Scott Foster and Donaghy. We were just talking 120 times after the Suns Clippers game, like bros do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, yeah, like I say, it can't be tampering. Like we're talking about. Pl players to send out on my team to your team. If we can't do right. that, then we there's no transaction. How do we? How would you ever have a transaction? So I don't know, but it does. I think teams are definitely afraid of being hosed by either a certain team or a certain GM. It's like we're not even if it would, if it would help us. Oh, so there's windows you can discuss players. So that's how they get around those windows. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, the best the best organizations discuss players. In and out of the windows. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to be. Mm -hmm. I'm a big time tamp. Once I get in, letting you know, like owner, we're, we're gonna need a tampering budget. Wasn't so, there? Uh, wasn't there a trade like two years ago where there were two guys on one team with the same last name, mm -hmm. and there was a trade agreed Brooke. upon, and that was that what it was? Yeah, <laughs> it was Dylan Brooks and Marshawn Brooks. <laughs> it was like, yeah, man. Now you you guys are real. You guys are really gonna love Brooks, man. He's a good kid, uh, that Marshawn. They said, wait, what? 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 No. We thought we was getting Dylan. And it's like, how does that happen? It wouldn't happen in the tra if the NBA had the trade machine. That's something I would do. I would s just try to see. Maybe I get the better player here. If not, I'll just be like, hey, you guys. You <laughs> a second round pick for your Ford Antetokounmpo, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> what do you mean I'm getting Thanasis? <laughs> this. I, I cost this at home. 
So, yeah. Oh, listen, I dude, I'll be such the big tamper. Magic got hit for tampering because he was on uh the Kimmel or Fallon. He was on some late night show. Twitter. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just getting some tampering in. So, uh, evidence part six hundred and fifty-seven. It it cannot be as hard. I don't want to. I know there's certainly stuff we're missing, but. It's certainly stuff where I was like, oh, we I can't trade with him. I I can't lose a trade with him or them. We're not even gonna try. Well, or I don't wanna like, like pop with the Spurs. If he was just like, I'm not trading Kawhi to the Lakers because I don't like the Lakers. Right. So what the were you gonna say, Cole? Well, it's like MLB free agency opens and teams like they're like, All right, here's our offer, and then they find out it's not even close, and it's just like <laughs> They don't have a, a second punch. It's like, what are you talking? What do you mean? You wasted all year for this, and you got nothing. You got yeah, nothing. no five for ninety. No, ah, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think he'd do that. Or we hear about like the twins meeting with Correa, a guy who's already on their team, and they don't even exchange an offer. The Cubs too. It's like, what's the point? This, what are you talking about outside of offers? Like, you know the player. Yeah, you you probably want to get to know him a little bit, sure, but you don't even have. An offer prepared, like you don't have a number in mind. Listen, that would basic competence. I remember reading a thing like just Dale Curry was talking when Nike was trying to get Steph. It's like we sat in the present the presentation and like on the first slide, one they had Steph's name spelled wrong, and on number two they had forgotten to switch out uh, KD. It was basically KD's presentation. They switched the name, so like right then and there, and it's like man, oh man, basic incompetency is what got Steph Curry to Under Armour, not Kent Bazemore. <laughs> Nike walking in the door and was like, you're clearly not a priority. Uh, <laughs> Steve O'Curry. And I don't know. It d- what? Steve O'Curry. <laughs> they said they had the name wrong. Um, <laughs> they just literally crossed Kevin out and wrote yeah, Steve right. on it. Steve Curry. I'm like, wait, oh, man. So he, so he did not play at Texas in college. Oh boy! Um, take take pages four through nineteen out of the presentation. Get Bevo out of the building. Get it. <laughs> They're steering the Longhorn back out. Um, it, I, every time I say it can't be this hard, apparently it is. It isn't though. But we know it isn't. <laughs> no, no, it isn't. It, it must be. It simply must, or else it would not be this way. I get scouting being hard. I get that really? part of it being hard. I, no, There's I don't. So many unknowns. <laughs> Talk about it. School said I'm nailing that. different. Yeah. At least, at I least, want the good players. At least for college sports, it can't be hard to watch every single game and be like, okay, this guy's got it. He doesn't got it. That's, like it's hard on your psyche, not your scouting. Like just watching all that college collegiate sports is hard on your your mental. Uh, I feel like they watch these, they send guys one game, have them watch one game, and they make a, like the Lakers, they only watch tape when they, they only watch guys when they play against the Lakers. Like, that happens way too much, I feel like. That part I agree with, for sure. It definitely does. There are, there are some players does. that have all the tools that, for whatever reason, just don't click. That's like, true. that does happen. That's, that's more what I'm talking I do agree there's still incompetence mm-hmm. that happens. Right. But even the most competent, like, they will get misses that you just couldn't see. You didn't know Markel Fultz was going to ride that dart bike. You know That's what I mean? True. You didn't know he was going to shatter his shoulder and mess up his jump shot. Like, there's some things you can't see coming. I Are we just talking can't. about Tyrell Terry? 
I, right. I, I, you don't know. Well, maybe you do know if a guy doesn't love it like that, but he showed it that far. So I, I had a feeling about Tatis when he showed up to sign that deal riding a dirt bike. I had a feeling. <laughs> this is what people will say, like legit is scouting, because for every one of those, there's like a old scout on the ground was like, I'm out on this. Like he he showed up to the very first meeting. Like. <laughs> Read the Ricky Henderson book. The scout, I think it was the Yankee scout, showed up to the All-Star game to scout Ricky Henderson. First, I think his first three at-bats, he got out. I don't know if he struck out all three times, but got out. And the guy was like, I've seen enough. <laughs> got on the plane and left. Ricky Henderson comes back. He, I think he had a home run, like a double, robbed a home run, and stole like stole home to win the game. But the guy was like, it's all I need to see. First five innings, and uh, that was it. So... And so the dirt bike thing is not true. So we think. Yeah, yes, it is true. I was there. That's what I've been told. I was there. I was there when <laughs> Tati, the, he, Tati signed that deal. He pulled up on a dirt bike. He was doing a wheelie. And he, he had no hands on the handlebars. Everyone was like, <laughs> Fernando, don't do that. He was like, hello, my friends. I'm here to sign this deal. It was I remember like it was yesterday. Crazy day. Crazy day. Uh, but we did have some games last night. A couple, and what was the final update on Tyler Harrow Tuesday? Where did uh... Tyler? I I forgot. I for you. I forgotten you brought you brought up the old wounds. Tyler Harrow Tuesday is permanently canceled. Permanently canceled. Those are off off the calendar. I got. I I had to throw out the mean? calendars. What you mean? What happened, Daddy? I I needed twenty one points last night. And he got um, what he he got eleven in the first half, and then he ended with nineteen and didn't take a shot in the last what nine minutes of the game I think, um, and they lost by ten. So they really could have used some shots from Tyler Hero. I feel like they lost to the Bulls too. Can we see that box score because the Bulls got <clears throat> they got issues. Bulls got yeah, Bulls got some stuff going <laughs> on. Uh, beating the Heat was not did not appear to be an issue. No. For them, but yeah, they won last night. Levine finished with twenty one, but it came like two different stories came out, and I was like, "Oh man!" Levine side came out, and then the team side came out, and then they got a game last night. This is from yeah, Casey Johnson says can't confirm Jay Cali Hoops tweet that players had strong exchange at halftime of Timberwolves loss, which drew coaches' attention. Said. Uh, sources said multiple teammates directed frustration at Zach Levine and the situation intensified. Then, that was in the afternoon, later on, the article leaked inside the Chicago Bulls concerning dynamics. Um, the franchise and Zach Levine not seeing eye to eye. This is the one where that, that Zach Levine wrote personally. It is like Zach showed... Uh, such. Uh, a mother's courage fighting through that uh, ACL injury. He was tougher than a soldier suiting up for the playoffs against Milwaukee. And I think after that, like another story, I was like, how does shit keep coming out in Chicago, man? Like things do not appear to be going well. Like it in there was talking about, like, hey, him and DeRozan don't really have beef. They're okay with each other, but it just doesn't feel like a good sign when you have to point that out. Mm-hmm. Dude, they don't hate each other's guts. <laughs> Period. I haven't oh, seen them man. fighting recently. Yeah, they have gotten dinner before. 
<laughs> but and there's a clip I think from that game where Drogic was like begging Levine to like make the extra pass, and Levine just <laughs> drove into a contested no. shot and missed it. Yeah, and Drogic was just like, "What are we doing?" That was a terrible um, shot too. Like it clunked off the rim. Like that was a very like checked out play from him. Yeah, they said not seeing eye to eye with fifty two million due to him up to his age thirty three season. Y'all made the sandwich. Y'all just signed this deal. And I don't know where it goes from here. Like, they were down six points at halftime of the game where they blew up and lost by 24. That was a game they gave up 150 in regulation to the Timberwolves. Did win last night, though. So No Jimmy Butler, though, because he ate cockroaches and had a stomach ache. <laughs> Hate when that happens. It's the worst, man. Uh, with the, before the All Star game, before the Bulls game, Jimmy Butler is like down for a night out before the game. Like, <laughs> Jimmy, man, should, shouldn't you be getting some rest for what? Like the game until eight. It's only three thirty eight in the morning. So good Vooch game. Uh, good DeRozan game. They won, but I still like what's what's the play here. Like, like Dan, it's a bad contract. We've seen Blake Griffin's the one I think of where they signed the five year and then traded him that calendar year. Months later, yeah. yeah like <laughs> they had him up in the rafters in June and uh December. He was in Detroit. So is that the move? I don't hate it, but what's the market for that for Zach Levine? I still think it's high. I still think people can talk themselves into him being young enough. I, I there will be takers, but how high? I guess, like, at what point? Like, what what could you reasonably get? Because the contract five more years, and like, like this was the cheapest year. Like, I saw for the next four years, I think it's forty four per. So, I, there's definitely a market, but what you got to cobble together forty million, whatever salary, and I don't know how many picks. If you even do, you get a pick. Rivers are not getting traded. I still think he has a decent amount of value. But like, what's it like? One pick, two pick, three. What's it? What's decent value? I don't know. Like the, the the, you just need a Timberwolves, right? Like I, if I told you last year Rudy Gobert would get traded for five firsts and several plus role players, you'd be like, that's an insane trade. I think it would honestly be less insane for at least a guy who has a perimeter game. Now he's not a perfect player by any means, but I like the fact that he can shoot. I don't know that I'm as worried about his explosiveness as I would be a Blake Griffin type. Well, I think that's the at the time they got him, you weren't worried. But the case is like he's already having like knee management issues. And when it goes bad with that, it's going quick. Like Blake had the all NBA year and then it was done. Do you think you get the all NBA year even before that? There's some other something like he hadn't been getting to the line as much. Like his just average shot is just getting further away, which is in general not a good thing for a guy with his athleticism. So I just don't know who like a couple somebody said like the Lakers. Like would the Lakers just do that? Whatever Russ deal they're offering for or alleged for Miles Turner and Buddy Hill, they would do that for Zach Levine, right? Oh, oh so. yeah. I feel like they would. And we talked Dallas yesterday. I know Roby don't want him. I don't know if Roby here today. Uh Miami. 
Well, just because in general, they just like stars, not because he's right. the perfect fit, but they like stars. Knicks. I don't, I don't think, think he so. it wouldn't take nearly as much to get us Donovan Mitchell, but are they like we need to do something? Um, I don't think. I mean, Knicks have the longest winning streak in the league, don't they? Yes, they do. I was say they. I think are still active. Uh, yes, yeah, it I is. Don't think, I don't think the. I think the Knicks should stick whatever course they're on right now, but actually stick to it. The Knicks will have these these moments where they get and on then a trade for Zach Levine. Yeah, quickly divert. <laughs> so yeah, stick on the course that they've they've chosen. I don't know that this is the route they should go. They get it. They're like, no, we've won ten in a row. It's time to trade Fournier, Rose, and eight draft picks for Zach <laughs> for our star. He's taller than Donovan Mitchell. Uh, <laughs> the Lakers can get DeRozan for Beverly, Nunn, and salary. I and those with those two picks. I ain't yeah, taking DeRozan yeah. for no. DeRozan's got this year <laughs> and next year. Fuck out of here if you cut. Like, I don't want that. Gangs said, why trade for another Tyler Harrow? Tyler Harrow has good knees. So don't. Mm-mm. Also, what happened to uh, uh, Sunmu? He, he's not playing anymore? That's weird. Yeah, I don't know what. If we're sitting five minutes there, minus seven. They. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Also, no Caruso is playing well, but just not shooting. Like just guard PJ Tucker, which is like, yeah, you still do good stuff, but we could you play thirty minutes, take more than three shots? Uh, if you're yeah, Denver, if you're Denver, would you put Michael Porter Jr. on the table? Try and just swap bad, bad injuries by, for bad injuries. By the same token, I saw uh, <laughs> Gobert for Zach. Let's just <laughs> blunder for blunder, baby. Let's just. Y'all signed it for too much money. Y'all traded for too much money. Let's just swap it out, man. Zach goes back home. Uh, I don't know. I can see that. I trade Levine for middle school kid. Listen, I wouldn't. Personally, Rob Polink is not a good GM. And then we, oh uh, boy. What do we have here, Scoob? This is tough. It's the, this is tough. The per 100 comparison and the advanced comparisons for Rudy Gobert and Walker Kessler. And That's... Mr. Walker. Gobert's blowing them out, right? Like, they, for all <laughs> they gave up and all the money they pay him, it's Gobert in a wash everywhere. Um, yeah, it depend, depends how you read the numbers. Depends. Uh, there, okay. th- there could be a way that you read this to be pro oh, Gobert. Uh, <laughs> I mean, low number wins. Yeah, the low, the low man wins in some sports. I mean, look, he's got more points by three, but he's getting out blocked by four. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. It is fine. Uh, also, AO isn't a threat offensively, he's taking a step back defensively. And also, they're saying Kobe White's been playing well. Corey says Levine to the Magic, which a team that just needs guards. Like, if there's a weakness on that team, it's guards. Grant Hill Redux. Hey, hey. (laughs) Um, I I don't know if them in particular would be trying to roll those dice. It's an interesting role, though. I don't hate it. And again, for what it's like, if you've got, I don't want to say picks to blow, but again, I just, for the contract and the knee, I just don't know how many picks it would take. One, maybe two, depending on the players you're sending back. I also think like the risk is a different risk for a team like the Magic. Like we're not talking about a contending team that can always. It's not their final stroke. 
Yeah, and it's like you, like other teams, like the Lakers. The Lakers, it's like they're recession proof. They they can be as incompetent as possible, and a star just happens to want to play there. They're gonna play there. The Magic, they historically have not. And even when stars have wanted to play there, like hey, hey, hey. <laughs> fuck that up too. So was great. Like... <laughs> uh, Rashard Lewis had years, damn it. Uh. But I, I think it's it's worth the swing. I think it's kind of similar to uh, Cleveland. Like Cleveland right. made a swing. Now I'm not saying they take the same in draft capital, but they made a swing knowing it's like this guy wouldn't sign in Cleveland, and everybody the good players on our team are all. 24 or younger so this is not the same as us trade like he would be a piece that we help would hope accelerate it but not the final piece right. it's like we're not giving him a whole lot he's not our guy we didn't give him this max contract so we don't have to guarantee him shots or whatever but would they take that swing daniel said the 21.7 inflated uh Levine's only 26. He's might be the latest guy that when he turns 38 years from now. We're all surprised. <laughs> looks good in the jersey. He uh, does. He, I, I had to see it because I, I, mean, I was like, he probably looks really good in that jersey. Corey's at Fultz, Bomba, and Suggs for Levine. I, if I'm Chicago, is that a... You get Suggs would be a young piece. Bomba's playing well. Fultz... He's playing well. Since he's been back, he's playing well. I'd need yeah. my pick Play. back that I got for Vuce- gave for Vucevic. I'd need that, that back. If I'm Orlando, I might. <laughs> Would I rather just have that pick than Zach Levine? The Bulls stink. They won last. It's top four protected. The thing is top. I think it's top four this year, eight next year, and then turns to two seconds. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those. So. But there's a high probability they hand it over this year. Daniel said he'd take Daniel trying to get Levine out for a ham sandwich, man. <laughs> but I, I mean, I don't so, hate that for the so Bulls. Michael Carter back? I don't. Magic say no. Magic say no thanks. And if I do that, then I'm immediately trading DeRozan because I know DeRozan has for a market. Sure. And I saw his sure. he's he's eligible for max this summer four for one fifty four. Which would be it would take Demar Derozan into his year thirty seven season at thirty eight and a half per Vooch's max is four for one eighteen, and if I'm Chicago, I'm just not paying either one of those. No, <laughs> either one of those. Like oh, heavens, no. <laughs> or no, I, I was trying to think like Matt. No, I'm just not. Uh, Any well, but, Chicago. Any attempt to sign Vooch to a contract should result in like an electroshock. Like the contract you would want him to sign. If he if he agrees to it, it's like what is his back mush or something or what? What do we don't know? <laughs> He's gonna lose that foot next week. Um, I don't know who's gonna max. Other than the Mavericks, I don't know who in their right mind would max Vucevic. You only need one. No, I understand, but that's why I excluded the one I know is going to sign him because I don't know who else in their right mind. Yeah, and I. He won't get max, but even the max, it's 29 and a half per year. What do you pay per year for Vucevic? I'm not paying 30 million a year for him. 15. Would you pay tw- I don't know if 20. I don't know if I'd do 20. 15. 
And again, I feel like that's he's like, I'll just go to free agency. And as we've seen, like the, the new free agency, somebody will get traded. That's the free agency. But somebody will get overpaid. Oh, yeah. That's the old free agency. Uh, Dan said they should resign DeRose to a two-year deal. They should. But in DeMar, I'm 33. Do I want to sign a two-year deal? Do I want to sign a full four, man? It's maybe the last time I get that type of big bucks. What did Chris Paul get the, with his last deal? Four for 120, I think. And he was older than this. I'm older than he's older than this. When this <laughs> DeRose's contract would end before Chris Paul started. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Um, yeah, I think it was four for 130. And, or for one, four for 120, 30 per year. Do you try and get Aiton if you're the Bulls? Like, we just need a young guy to potentially build around. I know Suns fans hate him, but he also hates you. So, if right, it's, it's like, if, 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 you offer, if you offer Levine to them, or even Vucevic, they might just want, like, the upgrade there for this year. Uh, I was I thought you were talking to Rosen. I was like, I, I any of them, DeRozan yeah. on the sun. Yeah, um, any of them. That's what I'll be trying because if I'm the Bulls again, I'm trying to like again, identify the young pieces. Like Desumu's taking a step back. I get it. We still playing him thirty minutes. Uh, Patrick Williams decide on Kobe White. I think it's almost time to pay Kobe White if he's playing well and good. Let's play him more and get an eight. And hopefully, we if we trade these guys, hopefully get a young piece or something back in each of these and go from there. Because this this is what they got now, and now it's time to pay everybody and. Johnny said some Danny Gafford. They they tried that one. They had him. Um, Cisco is the only man talking any sense right now. Levine to the Rockets. Tunsil to the Bears. Now we're talking. I'm all in on multi-sport <laughs> transactions. <laughs> I'm all in on multi-sport. That's it. That's the take. Um, it should long have happened. should long have happened. That worked for everybody, man. Levine get to go and... <laughs> dribble and shoot shots with all, all he want. And uh, Justin Fields get him a left tackle, man. That feels like a win. Who else played last night? The only person I saw play last night was Jokic. And as far as I'm concerned, he's the only person who plays. Did he have it on, though? <laughs> is the question. I think on, on, on everyone's mind. Did he have it on? With them pointy shoulders. I think he had it on. I, I, I'll say this. It looks better full body. I only saw like from the chest up. And I was like, they Ron Burgundy, my boy. <laughs> um, yeah, I, here we get that. <laughs> him walking in was what I saw. Three times in that article. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I do not know. <laughs> huh? 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 Uh, see it? Did you see it? <laughs> I, I was struggling to find uh, the picture on Twitter. It's all just the same thing over and over and over now when you search something. That's that Ron Berg. That boy about to drop the crazy uh, R&B Carl Thomas uh, <laughs> album. Spooky Black grew up. <laughs> uh, there he is. I also do love how the inside of the NBA had Jockeys on last night. Only inside the NBA we have jockeys on singing Christmas carols. <laughs> it's the best show on the planet, man. They are in Atlanta, so that makes sense. He was around. <laughs> Listen, he's international. They're lucky they caught him at home off tour. Uh, 
But no, let's. Is Jokic gonna get the MVP again, man? It's hard to say no. I mean, he's having an otherworldly season, like a a, a, a unicorn. Like that's the word Coley used that one time. So it, like it's like a unicorn season. I, all the guy, all the big guys that could do anything a while ago got the unicorn tag, and Jokic's like, no, I'm the unicorn. <laughs> like even like Embiid's a special type, but he like we've seen that prototype before. You know what I mean? Like mm. dominant offense, defense. Yoke is like, no, I'm just 25, 15, and 86 <laughs> assists, man. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. And each assist is more sick than the last one. <laughs> <laughs> he he throw bounce passes between the legs. I said, what are you, as a coach, what are you supposed to do with that, man? Not like, even bounce seen... <laughs> pass, like touch passes. Through, like the ball was not in his hands ever. He just guided, redirected it through his legs. To a cutting Bruce Brown. Shut up, Bruce Brown. That's a beautiful. That doesn't happen without that cut. That's beautiful. That's knowing the guy you play with. Yeah. Listen, they got Bruce Brown for only cash money. Mm-hmm. Only cash. Like, didn't give up stuff to get him. And he's, yeah, like you said, he was like, nope, if I cut, that ball will be, I don't know how, because he's facing <laughs> this way. But if I cut, I'm going to get a two, and the ball's already in his hand. So This eight foot seven guy's got a. <laughs> gently give me the ball right right in the bread basket right where i want it every single time uh his vision is absolutely absurd like he 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 he'll touch the ball for a second and it's the ball just does exactly what he wants well it's the it's of course crazy vision but it's also again like the I don't even know the physical skill to make all these passes right-handed left-handed on the move stationary Back to the basket, facing the basket. Left side of the court, right. Like, it just doesn't matter. He has every single pass in the repertoire. And I ask because we've seen with these trophies, like, for a while, it didn't go to a guy on a six seed. Or it didn't got to go to a guy on a team lower than two or three seed, really. And then Rusk did it and Jokic did it. Defensive player of the year didn't go to a non-big man or wing for a while. And then Marcus Smart got it. So, like, are we seeing like the the awards are changing? Oh yeah, we, we saw most improved. It used to be like, hey, did you get a little bit better? And now it's where you drafted in the top three less than twenty four <laughs> months ago. So we've seen like the awards change on the fly. Are we going to see the well? You can only be three MVPs if you won a championship in between. It was Russell, Wilt, and Bird. But now that's what Yoki think. Of. He said, "Man, they're gonna get this shit to me again because I'm really that cold." Mm-hmm. And I don't know. They, they know where I ride my horses. Um, <laughs> we talk um, about we talk about the damage Steph Curry did to youth basketball. <laughs> there is no damage like fat, slightly taller white kids across America being like, "Coach, I'm running point now." You see what you see what Jokic in Denver is doing, and just nowhere near as effective. Okay. Like not even close. Not, even remotely close. <laughs> your eighth turnover, Connor. God damn it. Um... <laughs> yeah, uh, McMahon saying it because he know he would have been that exact kid. Exactly how I did play, and my coach hated it. Trailblazer. Well, I've told you before when, I, like, I I would shoot because it was like. Listen, if someone's uh, shorter than me, I can just shoot over them. If they're taller than me, I can beat them off the dribble. So I would always pick and pop. 
And I remember the like my point guard hated it, my coach hated it. And I remember the game; we got our doors blown off because it was an AAU tournament. So sometimes you get matched up well, other times you do not. Um, and we we lost by like forty, but I hit like five or six threes in that game, and I only missed one. And so after the game, we had a team meeting. They were like, "All right, you get three threes a game. You have to hit two of them. You can get one more." To unlock I said, the third. I, I did 67% of my shots to get more. They said, that's, that's, right. what, we're, that's what we're doing. Um, the, but yeah, no, I, was hitting, are you going to hit 99% of your two? <laughs> okay, then. get it. I thought you wanted to shoot, big man. Um, they had Coley on the Okoro and Tybull regimen. <laughs> yeah, please do not look at the basket. Or else. But they, uh, they wanted me to get in the post. I was like, I do not have a vertical leap. This is not a good idea. Yoki don't coach. either, man. What, what's I know, and he you? plays on the perimeter. and He, <laughs> he plays everywhere, man. That boy's not stopped uh, anywhere he decides to. I'm also not 8'7 like Jokic is. So it's not... Excuses. You hear these excuses, school? <laughs> Clean them out of my ears. Uh... Didn't have the grit for it. He could have been in the gym with Jokic. I could have, yeah. <laughs> right. So, some of us believed. Some of us believed. He 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 wanted to be a pick and pop though. He wanted to pick and pop. Coach didn't have the vision. Uh, <laughs> then I've but I've no. been apologized to because of Jokic. I've I've literally been apologized to by these same people. They're like, no, you were right. You weren't as good, but you were right. <laughs> I, again, Lamarcus Aldridge is just the guy. I think I just want to go back and talk to his old high school coach. That told he's like, no, it was me. I told him shoot the eighteen footer. I, I told him. I said that's that's your bread and butter, my boy. Um, I, I love the idea of Coley's old AAU coach texting him like, hey kid, you were always right. I should have let you shoot the rock. Oh, Who spoken. is this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we've spoken. Uh, but no, like I, just the entire time I've been like, it doesn't matter what he does, he's not going to win three straight. Just the precedent. But then I look like the precedents have been changing for these awards. Now, I don't know if it's been changed this big because you this has been done before. You just have to have a championship in between there. And he doesn't. And I mean, if you at the end of the year, if they're a top two or three seed and it's like they are a championship contender, would they? But. I think he's got legit, and this is some. This is me admitting this. I just didn't think he had any chance, and now I think you had. If you look at the, what he's doing on the court every night, he has to have a chance. I think he it also to. helps, like Doncic isn't having the year we. It's, he's not in a bad year, but we thought he would elevate the team. Obviously, the team around him is more the problem than he is, but still, that that hurts. Tatum. That was Jokic past two years, and he's like, you didn't hear me belly aching. So. <laughs> right. Tatum. I mean, it's still the same this year with like Murray and Porter still really aren't playing. You know what I mean? Like, so it's still kind of the same fucking Porter thing. Porter played two months for him. No. Um, and then it's like, is, is Tatum going to win it? He hasn't played in like a week at this point. Some fans in Boston are furious at him. I'm, I can't, I can't even begin to care, but it's like, Okay, HP Basketball tweeted out like what's been a, it, it's a stat I've never even fucking seen before, but it's been apparently like a good indicator of what has predicted MVP and, and Jokic's tied at the top. So it's like if if he's up there and he's still this guy, like Giannis, Giannis should be up there for sure. They've they've given him two already, so it's like are they just gonna have one of these guys their third? Maybe. 
give it to Giannis so they can give it to Jokic. It was like, we can give you three, big dog, but we couldn't do three in a row. Uh, I think he needs to he needs to wear a suit and dress like this the rest of the season because then you can trick the voters into being like, oh, he's different this year. He's taking it seriously. He's, he's healthy. He's not well, sort of out of shape like they but would say, you know? Well, also, yeah, one looks great in the suit. So he's like, yeah, you see how slim I still am. Mm-hmm. But two, no, he said he's like, I didn't like the way guys were coming to the – like come showing up to games, like we weren't taking this seriously. I had to put on the suit to let them know, like we're like we're here to handle business. And he he'll be the one player from Michael Malone. Yeah, listen, he don't have a dress code. I'll pay his fine <laughs> if he want to come in and show us. Y'all got to have on a suit, Christian Braun. Uh, what do y'all think this is? Can we see the the standings? I just want to see where the Nuggets are because it does feel like a th- like I know they're never. Out of it, it feels like five. that's the Jokic effect. Would you say? You gotta be four or five, right? I was thinking high, they might be higher now. Let's see. I mean, Memphis had nothing for them last night. Nah. They made it close in the second half. They made it close, but yeah, I was a little bit higher now because again, Pelicans been on the skid. The one seed, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they're the best <laughs> team in the world. So if we look up at the end, they're the one seed again. And he has, I don't even know what his. I know his points are down, but it's like 24, 12, and 9. He's shooting 60-whatever percent from the field. And they're winning 63% of their games. And it's like, didn't win the championship in between one of the past two years. Sorry. Like, what's what's that one stat with him? He's got, like, very low usage, but, like, the highest efficiency in the league. Like, Yeah. That's enough for me. That's all I need to see. If, if there's stats associated with you that I can't comprehend, you're probably MVP. Is the boy nice? Mm-hmm. We we also talked about unofficially retiring jerseys. I don't know if Mello has that fifteen claim in Denver anymore. How could he? No, nah, it, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Like the case would have been, it should have always. Been, this is why you should officially retire it. Because one time the second rounder overseas <laughs> kid you give is going to be the fucking three time MVP. <laughs> Hey, Mello, man, you want to yeah, uh, Bigums wants it from overseas. No, nah, give it to him, man. He, you know what I mean? He'll, it's a cup of coffee for him. He'll be, uh, he'll be back overseas in no time. Oh, he like horses? He don't even really like ball? Man, give him that number, man. I'm sure he's a nice kid. And he not getting it back. He not getting it back. Uh, oh, yeah, I did not know they were the one seed. That's... Uh, I mean, all that, these teams have 18 to 19 wins, so they're they're a game out of the six seed. It looks like <laughs> what, that was when he won MVP. It was like, hey, he's the six seed, but he was two games from the two seed, which I think is the way it should be looked right. at. Like a broader view, I think is a good thing. So, should he win three by that same token? It's like if he well, keeps doing was, this, it would be hard not to. But yeah. if, if I remember correctly, last year Philly fans were like, "Well, we have the better seed," and then like. The, the Nuggets had like more wins or something. It was just like, well, what are we talking about here? It was What's yeah. The- <laughs> it was the four or five. Denver was the six seed, and I think they might have both had like forty eight. Like it might have right. Been I think it was like- the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's all good time. One thing before we get at, can we see, where's the Pistons at? Because I got a question about the Pistons. There, there, like there they are. They're down at the bottom. Way at the bottom. My question before we get out of here is. Bogdanovich is cooking on a fair contract. He's like still 50, 40, 90 while being their leading scorer, which is like Larry Bird and Kevin Durant shit. But his is like 21 a game and not 31. But my question is legit. Of course, they could get something for him. At what point are you like, okay, what our young guys are doing 
what Killian Hayes is doing, the success that Ivy Duran is because we know they have that guy, right? right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like we could get a good first or a solid first round pick for sure. But if we take away a four, a power forward that stretches the floor for Duran, gives space for Killian Hayes, gives space for Jaden Ivy, would fit in with Cade, like with or without him. At what point do you need the pick to be? Is like because with the new lottery, you can't guarantee. You know what I mean? So, at what point would you be like? I think we just keep him. I think the value of having him just help these guys learn how to play ball. For when we'll need them. At what point? I'm just curious what what y'all saying. What what chat has on it? I think it's definitely an important guy to have. You need that guy that everyone else on the team can look to when the in a tough situation. You know that everyone else trusts and looks to like a leader. And I do remember like the football manager video game I used to play. If you would try to do the thing where you only do like young guys, they wouldn't play right. Like they would not have that like designated leadership guy. It's something to it. Like you just you can't have twelve twenty two year olds. Mm -hmm. They look at the Rockets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and expected to go well. Um, so I I would have to because like a lot of teams would like him. And if you, of course, he's not untradeable. Like if somebody's like, we'll give you two completely unprotected picks. You, sorry, Killian, we'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> Yeah, sorry, uh, sorry, Francois. Ha ha. Um, we'll get another shooting white. But at what point are you like? No, I think I'd rather just have him. Like we're stinking. It's the tank is going according to plan. I would just rather have him space the floor for Jaden Ivy, so Jaden Ivy is just not running into traffic every single time he tries to do anything. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like you also they gave him an extension, right? Yeah. So I think he's twenty million. I think this year and next year. So that's what like that's part of why, oh yeah, you could get a decent ish pick for him. Yeah, I don't know. There is a point too where it's like, I think we all agree the young talent here is good. Mm -hmm. Like I don't like especially with Hayes getting better, everyone was high on Ivy. Uh people love beef stew, people like Duran a lot, Cade obviously out for the rest of the year, but I don't know anyone low on Cade. Uh um, just school. So it's <laughs> So hey, it's we'll like, yeah, that hatch. It's half buried. Okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, if they get Victor or if they get Scoot, like the rest of these guys will be older. Like, there's only so much young talent. This is kind of the OKC problem. Like, there's only so much yeah. young talent you can have at a certain point. A, you won't be able to keep all these guys regardless. So, adding more doesn't always help. Yeah, I. I don't know. I would I would hold them this year again unless some godfather other offer drops on you, or if like that offer brings back someone else of a similar ilk, not necessarily playing style, but can help leadership wise. But yeah, I wouldn't be in a huge rush to move him unless he's like demanding out, which I don't also think is happening. I was say again, he signed the contract before. This, maybe he didn't think they'd be this bad. I don't know if anybody did. And again, yeah, if he asked out, or if he's like, I didn't think it would. I thought we'd be competing more. I have no issue trading him. But just something that is like, you take him out, you're putting in not a 50, 40, 90 shooter. There's just not a lot of those. So that changes the whole dynamic of your offense. Does Killian still look as good? Does Jaden Ivey still have those driving lanes? Is Duran still dominating down low because Bogdanovich is on the outside? I don't know. Um, I'd move Burks. Sounds like they might move Bay. Uh, I don't know really why he fell out of favor so much there, but I've just seen his name a lot floating as a potential trade candidate. Mm. 
those are the kind of guys I'd be looking to move, but the rest of the guys, I'm, and then like, if, if we get Victor beef stew or, uh, Duran becomes available, but outside of that, I'm not do they, at. they are not until they become expensive at least. Sure. But it's I also think it's more big. like roster construction, trying to sell at their highest. Like the, I, I get the not needing to pay them, but if it's like, if one of these guys is going to be riding pine because we've got this, <laughs> this too many good players, yeah. 40 minutes again. Yeah. It's a, there's a log jam. Like, could we use a, a backup guard more? Like if right. maybe Cade doesn't come back hundred percent. Maybe that's a position they need to be looking for. Uh, so all right. All right. Uh, just saying. Now they, yeah, they gave a uh, Troy Weaver the extension. So he got to think about it. Not me. Uh, that'll do it for us boys. That'll do it for us. We will get out of the door. We will appreciate a thumbs up on the way out, please, and thank you. I might drop a little. We didn't get to our, our pick em, so I might drop a little slip, maybe do a little draft for the community. Uh, but we're thankful to chat. YC, Brother Roby, the McMahon School for pushing our buttons. Again, thumbs up on the way out. Subscribe so you can chat with us tomorrow, and we'll catch everybody tomorrow.